Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today is the Delta Roundtable. Um, I'm going to start off by going warning, warning, just like Fool's Gone Wild because this is pretty horrible. It's a lot of cussing, a lot of drinking. Um, a lot of idiot, two smart guys. I'm, I apologize for, you guys could hear it. This is, if I could do a redo on myself, I would do this one. That's what I'd say. I, sh- I don't, I don't want to put it out, but I'm gonna, cause I always say that I'm, I'm going to put out everything that I do. So, uh, the way we ended is hilarious because I'm not the only one that gets annihilated. There's someone else here that gets really trashed. So it's funny, but, uh, I'm going to say if you're looking for an informative round table, this is probably about thirty-five percent informative. There's some good, good stuff in there. If you want to hear guys make fun of each other and get drunk, it's probably about sixty-five. I'm sorry, Phil Dutra. I'm sorry, Bobby D, for making you listen to me, Tanner and Caesar and uh, Danny, fuck around the whole time. But uh, I had a blast. This was the last one. Just to let you know how where I'm at here is uh, this is the last one of the day. I started off. I started off with uh, Black Dog, which is Monday. Then I did JSJ. Then we barbecued and drank more beers. Then we started this one with some shots in between, lots. And you guys could hear my wife yelling at me to stop drinking <laughs> during the podcast. It's hilarious. So I say thank you to the Viking. Appreciate it, and um, thank you to all the guys up there. I had a blast. Uh, we're gonna do it again, I think, in June. So we'll see. Maybe like even an event up there. Um. Also, I hope to see, I can't wait to see everyone coming this weekend to the pod, to the podcast, to the charter. And, uh, I'm trying to find the get, I'm trying to get the right guy to talk about the AB 3030 thing. I want to, I want to talk about it. I want to get someone that knows a lot about it to talk. So I'm, I've been trying to reach out to people to see who I can get. And what else do we have going on? I think that's about it. Um, Monday's black dog. Then I, th- I'm not sure who I have after that. I have to look at my list. So uh, if you can, please give us five stars on iTunes. This will be up on YouTube as well, just the audio version, because it's too hard to edit all the video on this one. And, oh, yeah, this one, my mixing board took a crap. So there's a quick weird spot, about two hours and I'm going to say 10 minutes. You'll hear like a weird jump. So, um, yeah, thanks, guys, for listening. Give us five stars on uh, iTunes and leave a positive review. Appreciate that. Check out the Patreon. The guys on here are actually part of the Patreon sponsor this month. It's uh, Blanked and Toxic. They're giving you guys some cool stuff. And also thank you to iRod for the two iRods they're going to be given to whoever wins them. So, yeah, thanks guys for listening. Hope you enjoy it. <laughs> it was like, it was 
like right now. Yeah, it says yeah. citrus. Yeah. Who's cold as red? <laughs> We're like, maybe we should not try to do this. Yeah, right see? Now. Have that HUD bite. Remember, I yep. had that HUD bite going, and I was like, okay, this is all I'm going to throw. <laughs> yeah, you'll, hey, you'll, you'll like that one. Well, what kind of beer is it? It's hazy, but it's, you'll like it. Okay, that's all I drink. Okay. Yeah, no, you'll like it. Whatever you want to give me, bro. Give him, yeah, give hey, him. the champion. Champion. Ask, you don't have to champion. ask that. Look at him. I'm not going to have to use the bathroom <laughs> because I just, I'm, I didn't drink any That's water right. today. I feel like give, crap. Give bathroom water. Well, we Dude. have 32 <laughs> people on the podcast. We got enough voices Hold on, to go around. Bro. Huh. You're giving him an 8.5? Yeah, that's fine. You want that? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, he's you a drink. champion. I didn't know you. No, I, I just drink. You can handle uh, 8.5. Uh, okay. So everybody cool. knows. So he I don't caught drink. one today. You can drink it too. I don't drink hard alcohol. Oh, but you I drink, drink beers. Cool. I drink IPAs and I drink. We can't hear yeah. you in the mic, All Phil. Time. Come on, bro. What's that? I would, I'm just saying. Keep it in the mic. What'd you say? Keep it in the mic. Keep it in the mic? Yeah. Oh, got it. Keep So everyone, you got to. You got to talk to the mic like yeah. you're sucking a dick. Yeah, you got to get close <laughs> really? to it. You got to get intro. You know. So I can hear I you guys. I sell boats. I know how to do that. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Hey, you just yeah. made a drop for the yeah. fucking for, boat for boatmasters. That's the boatmasters hype uh, hype shot right there. Okay, let's it. go around the table. This is, I think, the last of the round tables for this session. Uh, I talked about this one for a while. It's the Delta round table. So we'll go to my right. Start. What's your what? name, bro? Uh, <laughs> What's your name? What you do? Caesar with Toxic Bait. Caesar Chavez. All right. I live here. Next one. Uh, Philip Dutra, tournament bass fisherman. Next guy. Tanner Spawn. What do you do? Born and raised. Your mic wasn't that loud. Sorry. So Danny and uh, Danny and his and his dad. So this is Danny Perfect. Delamater. I am a Tanner Spawn's apprentice over at Boatmasters, and I sell bass cat boats. <laughs> Bobby D. Uh, Bob Delamater, uh, ex-tournament fisherman, all retired, full-time, <laughs> and uh, part, most of the time bait maker. Yeah, I like it. Okay, this is the first question for the Delta Roundtable. Why is there a shit turd cutter inside of your guys' bathroom? Oh, poop knife. It's a poop knife. <laughs> it's on a chain so people don't take the poop knife. Because all of a sudden now poop knives are so popular. You see the poop knife in the bathroom? Yeah, on Amazon they There's sell poop knives. There's a fucking shit knife in the fucking... Just, I'm like pissing and I'm going, why the fuck Okay, is so here's knife? the deal. Just install a damn garbage disposal yeah. at the bottom. Right? That's a good idea. That's, that's a good idea. So check this out. I didn't see you, you really want to know the real story about this, right? So, so when I worked in concrete, some guy told me that he met some guy that had a, a butter knife by his toilet. And he's like, why do you have that? And he's like, oh, your, your family doesn't have a poop knife? And I was like, yo, that's crazy, right? But then, like, on Instagram, it just came up. Like, I advertised that, it was, that there was a poop knife for sale. And I was like, yo, there's a lot of people that must use a poop knife. So I told my boy about it, and we started talking. And then the next day, I come to work, right? I go home. I got employees here working. I come back. There's a poop knife on a chain, chained to our handicap rail in our bathroom with a butter knife on a chain. I don't, it's like a saw bathroom. I mean, we don't use the poop knife, but you never know. I mean, after those cheesesteaks, you know. They're pretty delicious, You may need bro. a machete. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, so that's the whole thing. Hey, like, your no, dad's so much more talk. funnier. Can like, you leave the, the round table? I'm not Danny's out. <laughs> Danny's out. Hey, get the fuck out of here. Your dad's funny. We don't want you anymore. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, the next guy, he's he's very he's very popular. He's, he's a really good fisherman. I heard Phil on... Um, uh, Jake's podcast And I loved it It was really good And Jake's Appreciate a super it. cool guy I wanted to meet up with him But I think he just had a kid So congrats 
Um, yeah, tell us about your little bit about you, man. Uh, uh, I'm, not, so, I'm sorry, the podcast is Outdoors Unfiltered Podcast. I want to give him props. It's pretty cool what he's doing. So, go on. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so you just introduction. So, yeah. uh, born and raised on the Delta. Um, been fishing tournaments here for, geez, probably like 17 years. 33 years old. Um, I just born and raised here. I just love fishing. I fish three to five days a week for probably the last 15 years. And uh, um, are we talking just fishing or like life or? Whatever you want to oh, talk, okay. bro. Yeah, man. So yeah, IPAs. Easy, man. What do you want to fucking talk about? Yeah, okay. It's all good. I mean, it's yeah, all yeah, good, yeah. Man. So no. So yeah. Uh, love, just love fishing. Uh, and I'm also fishing not just the Delta. I fish everything on the Delta, but I am fishing all the the pro am circuits on the West Coast. Um, you've been fishing for a minute, then. You're how old are you? Thirty three. So seven, seventeen years. Uh, tournament seventeen years. So yeah, that's I, wild. That's a long time. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is especially for my age. So I, uh, I've been fishing since I was two or three my dad got me into uh ocean fishing trout fishing mountain fishing um uh, my grandpa has a houseboat on the delta so i grew up three days a week on the houseboat since i was literally three years old nine months a year three days a week but we had no clue what we were doing so um i got a job at the tackle shop uh when i was 16 and that kind of got me introduced into the tournament scene and that's kind of when things evolved on the bass fishing side pretty do you pretty do uh, are you guide anything like that no uh i take uh, people out for stripers. I would, I don't do it for bass, um, just cause it's too special to me, but I, uh, I, my, I have a deep passion for striper fishing, September, October, November, we absolutely murder them. Um, and, uh, I'll take people doing that, but, uh, and I usually, I don't even charge. I do it more for free and just to get new people into the sport, kids, older people, people that are less fortunate. So a few celebrities too. Uh, yeah. Are you really <laughs> celebrities? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's a nice thing. Yeah. Some <laughs> NBA stars yeah. and some, a couple different. Oh, yeah. who did you take out to? Uh, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Lynn. Lynn. Yeah. That's that, well, that's cause I have a friend named Josh. Um, and uh, Josh Fan is an OG swimbaiter from way back, and he's been his trainer for a long time. And uh, actually, congratulations to Josh. I think he's uh, actually going to be able to go home finally and uh, start a family with his wife and stuff. But, nice. yeah, he's, he, he was in town, and he, uh, and he hit me up. He said, hey, you want to take me and Jeremy out? Jeremy didn't even care. He just, he just like, lounged on the back deck and is talked about this and that. No, no, Jeremy's only like 6'3". Yeah, he's a only, point, he's a hey, point only. Yeah. Hold on, From coming from a 5'9 guy, that's yeah. pretty fucking tall. Would the, you be happy to be 6'3"? Yeah. I, so yeah, would I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who would it, right? Who would it, right? This guy. Yeah, you I walk think all in. of us here. I wouldn't have like... to be like trying to be funny every time I come into the room, you know? <laughs> but uh, no, he was, you know, he was cool. And that's funny. I didn't know that, uh, that Phil took anybody out. But I just knew this guy, Josh, and then Jeremy just kind of tagged along. Hey, how many home. NBA rings did your guy have? I don't know. I don't My guy's got that. five. Bro, all I do, <laughs> he does. All I do is uh, fish. I don't yeah, watch sweet. sports. He's pulling that dick Phil, out right now. Take out? I it's not know weird. Names. It's not weird. Fix the mic. What did I fucking tell you? You said, "Hey, we can split the mic. No problem. Give Phil, us a mic stand. Make sure you do take out. Lips on the tip. Uh, who, actually, did, who did you take out, Phil? Actually, uh, I've been. I fished quite a bit, or not quite a bit, but I fished a good amount of times with Brian Shaw. He's become a friend. So he's no got, way, dude. Yeah, three, uh, three, three rings as a player, and I think two as a coach. So what team yeah. did he play for? Uh, Lakers. So you're he a trader. With Kobe. So you're no, a trader. I'm not, I'm not a basketball. Yeah, fan. well, I'm not a basketball. You're fan. you're talking about a guy from SoCal. I mean, I came up here. I played in hardcore bands, and they told me to take my LA gear off. We he in lives in Oakland, though. So oh, to be this fair, this was in Sacramento, and it was ghetto as fuck. And they're like, "Yo, take your LA gear off." I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "This ain't Southside, dude. This is Northanio <laughs> shit." I'm like, "All right, no problem." <laughs> <And> took it <laughs> off. 
Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> no, that's cool as shit. You could take Brian. And he fit. he's an actual fisherman, though. Yeah, right? he's really cool. Him and, and his son, I take, uh, take his son out a lot. Or we just go, not like I take him, we just go out and fun fish. He's been out with Todd Klein, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good friends yeah. with Todd yeah. Klein, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's sick as shit, man. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it's cool. Tanner, look Yo. at this guy. Yo, what do you do, bro? Am, am I there? Yeah, what do you do? So Bring it closer. Look how far away the fucking mic is, bro. It, uh, this is like very a, uncomfortable. Like a baby, <laughs> baby bird. It's like a baby bird. Um, yeah, so uh, kind of the same story as Phil. Um, I'm 41. I um, am old. When it comes to bass fishing, I grew young. up. I grew up old. in Oakley. <laughs> you know, I grew up in Oakley bass fishing. My dad bass fished. Um, I ran around with my dad a lot in in the old old time bass fishing um, out here. You know, got to rub elbows with a lot of the Delta greats as a young kid. Uh, you know, the guys that basically paved the way for you know us all of us yeah you know all of us um d thomas andy kachia bobby barrick uh what randy pringle yeah robbie d bobby d yeah bobby d yeah bobby d's in the house Um, yeah you know it it, uh fishing against these guys and looking up to these guys um basically at a young age i wanted to compete against them um and, and fish against them. So, you know, I found a friend. I found a friend that had a boat or um, lived on the water. So I, that's how I got into it. I just was, I wanted to see how good I was. Um, so, you know, fast forward into life. Um, kind of got out of it a little bit. Um, now I'm back. I'm selling boats. Um, you know, I had a kid. Had to take a step back from the tournament scene just because it kind of went downhill on the Delta there for a little while. So you had to kind of step back and really realize what was going on and what was important in life. So now my kid's nine. I'm hoping to get back out and be some sort of threat to old Phil over here. (laughs) Good luck. Some sort, right. (laughs) I said some sort. Um, He can catch him. No, he can. We're gonna skip the next guy. So, Bobby D, what do you? Do? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this guy over here. Huh? He's been on. Hey, he's been on too many times. Uh, Danny, actually, Danny's a big piece of the podcast. Uh, Danny and Caesar have helped this podcast grow feet. And uh, Danny, Danny just came on like a couple months ago. You came down. We went fishing. We yeah, had a fun sucked. time. It was a good time, but the bites sucked. Dude, I didn't even know that he did that. I didn't even listen Dude, to that was at bad. all. Yeah, I appreciate nah, your dude. support, Caesar. Nah, nah, <laughs> he knew it was going to be annoying as fuck. Yeah. I, it was a good I, time. I, I listened to that podcast every day. You know what? <laughs> hey, I don't have to listen that... on the Spotify to realify. <laughs> hey, here's a question. Do you have to be a conventional fisherman to be a swimming fisherman? Oh. What do you think? I'm just kidding. Let's talk about yourself. Go on. <laughs> I know he has an uh, answer for that. But hey, listen. Ooh. Let's talk. Do we about, have enough time? We'll we'll come back to that for with Danny. all you guys. Um, but no, let's talk about Danny. Danny's a. You talk about the company. Everything. Go. Shoot. Yeah. Shit. Uh, going on two years with Blank with Caesar. Um, I mean, it continues to grow. Um, it's been a good time so far. Looking forward to the future. I mean, it all started with you know just the love for fishing. You know, just like everybody else at this round table. I mean, it's been. Obviously, my love for fishing started 
you know, because of my pops and stuff. It's pretty cool to have him on the podcast to really see his perspective of things. I mean, we share similarities with a lot of stuff and have differences with others. But, I mean, it's <laughs> it's uh, it's always comes back to being, you know, in, in love with fishing and stuff and having that similarity and having, you know, a good time on the water every time we get the chance to do so. Obviously, you want to do it a little bit more going forward, being that he's retired. Just got to find the time to do so, so. Yeah, I mean, it's. I've heard. Now let's move to Bobby D. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby D, bring that close, Bobby, so we can hear you. Gotcha. Okay. I've heard a lot about you. You're a legend. Oh, I don't know about that. He is a legend. <laughs> I've heard a lot about your Not bait even making. in my own t- t- mind. Tell us a little bit. Sort of way. Really, I started fishing when I was in high school. Didn't get a chance to go a whole lot. But at my senior year, I took a class, a fly fishing class, believe it or not. Learned how to make flies. I uh, met a guy, uh, a friend of mine, Phil, who, uh, different Phil, uh, that we would, because uh, he was a lot older than you are, the, uh, the, uh, we, we would cut out a few hours early from school a lot of times. We'd go to a, to a, a pond and we'd go bluegill fishing uh, with, with flies and a bobber and a spinning gear and uh, caught a, for, be like the, the, the first to 100, then we'd go home, you know, and it was kind of that, that kind of deal. So it was fun. Uh, and didn't really understand the bass fishing part. We caught a couple of bass here and there, but it was more trout and, and, and panfish and whatnot. Uh, and then I, I went to the McCallamy River one day down below uh, Lake Comanche. And I w- kind of walked down some of the, the bank and, and uh, was catching a couple of trout. Then all of a sudden I, I caught a black bass. And I'm going, whoa, this this is kind of a neat deal. This is the first first black bass, really, that I, that I could remember. So th- these are a lot more fun than, than trout, you know, so that's kind of how that started. And then uh, bought a boat. I've probably been fishing out here in the river for about 40 years. I'm 60, so that kind of adds up quick, <laughs> quicker than I'd like. Uh, but uh, um, the uh, I ran into – I took a guide trip with D. Thomas. I uh, wanted to learn this flipping stuff because 40 years ago, that was what the deal was. You flipped yeah. uh, jigs in, in wood and toolies, and that was pretty much it. There wasn't much for, for uh, other baits that you really – needed to know about of course there wasn't a whole lot available at that time either as far as purchasing and stuff so one day i ran into a guy named pat young on the water uh we kind of hooked up uh and i noticed he was throwing a spinnerbait and i looked at it and i kind of you know i my deal was still i wanted to make baits but i didn't know what the avenues to go through um so he asked me hey do you think you can make something like this and i said well i don't know what do you where do you get the molds and stuff so uh, picked up a few molds because uh, the, the, the spinnerbaits were available. There was a single spin, quarter-ounce spinnerbait that Bass Pro Shop sold. had a two-watt hook in it. It was just cool. just terrible small stuff. There wasn't a, a, that much available. So that's kind of how, uh, how, how it started, making baits. And I, one thing led to another. And then, I, can you make this? Can you make that? And I said, well, if I can make this, <laughs> if I could tie a, if I could tie a, a fly on a, on a size 14 hook, I can certainly do it on a five-watt. So and that's kind of how that started. Uh, and you're kind of work with danny a little bit on the live wire right? I, I do yeah so that's yeah. a cool thing to do and that, i i really like that you guys uh that you guys yeah. work together on that that's like a cool i would love to work with my son on something like that like yeah. drumming is what i've talked about but he quit little son of a bitch mm. but <laughs> you know like i can't yeah. help well, well that was like him he, he cut out for a while and started paintballing <clears throat> You know, we used to what fish a quite a dork. We, we fished quite a bit Super together, and dork. he spent all his money on on paintball guns and yeah. stuff. And I didn't understand that part of it, so I just kept fishing. But uh, I really didn't understand because that's it, it went from <laughs> yeah, it went from starting out at, at uh, Shasta from him standing between my legs at about two years old, uh, uh, so lean, cool, leaning man. up against the pole seat, and we're you know I'd hook a fish and hand it when off do you to think him. You, and, uh, 
you guys reconnected. So maybe he paintball. Oh gosh, 18, you know, we, 19, we fished 20. a lot of hook tournaments and stuff together, and that was a lot of fun. We did well doing that. Um, uh, and then when he did the uh, decided to do the, the paintball thing, I started fishing with his sister a little bit. She's uh, about three years younger, and and she enjoyed. Is she it pretty as well. good too, Bobby? Yeah. Didn't you tell me she was? She's a better fish. I was going to say, didn't you tell oh. me, Bobby, that she caught a lot more fish than Danny? Without, yeah, without question. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> Still to this day. There's a video as you can see Danny reaching over, grabbing the dick. <laughs> oh, there's a whole lot of it. Yeah, this is mine. This is mine. Yeah, you fought pretty hard there. Yeah. This is mine. Yeah. But uh, it 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 uh, it's cool to hear about like. Uh, when you could reconnect with your kids, because I know oh, there's is, a time. Absolutely. There's a time where your kids are going to walk away if it's 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, whatever the fuck it is. Then they come back. I did that with my dad. Uh, I'm getting ready for my son to do that to me. He's 16. Waiting. So, like, I know he's going to fucking walk away and be like, later, dad. And I'm going to be like, fuck. All right. You know, like, I, I could feel it already, like, where he's kind of like, and to finger blasting girls and doing all, all the fun stuff, and I'm yeah. like, I get, it, I get it. You're doing what you're doing. Danny wasn't uh, doing that. <laughs> He's paintballing. Sheesh. He's finger blasting. <laughs> Just to square things away, I learned a lot through paintball. Okay, I learned how to be a leader on the field. Okay, um, it didn't really translate much into life. Yeah, but I had a good time doing it. All right. Yeah. Here's the liar mic back coming. to Tanner. Liar, yeah. liar, they're coming for you right now. Uh, but it's cool to hear like a different yeah. uh, perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like one day yeah. he came back and was like, yo, yo, I'm really into fishing. What age was that? Like 19, 20? No, yeah, it was, it was probably right around in really? there. Um, yeah. and, and he decided he, he got his own boat and he was fishing with a friend of his a little bit. Uh, in a couple, they had a couple little pond hoppers and they, they'd drop in over at Discovery Bay in the quiet water there. And, and, uh, well, you can't see names. People might know. Uh, no, that ain't, ain't secret. No, no I'm just uh, fucking. Yeah, <laughs> and so it, it, that's kind of how they went. Then they, you know, they he got his first little tracker, and then he got a nice little uh, 19 foot ranger, and then kind of went from there. Now he's in a nice, beautiful bass cat. What so, kind of boat yeah. does he have? Bass cat. What did he say, Tanner? I didn't hear you. <laughs> bass cat. <laughs> Tanner, don't drop. use that microphone as yeah. a shake yeah. way either. Okay, here's the first question for the Delta Roundtable. This is from Jeremy from Black Dog. Oh, shit. This is a good one. He says, you guys talk about tides and all this bullshit all the time. He said, there's one thing. There's the magic. He said, 15 minutes. And the only reason I can relate to this is tides. Mm -hmm. I fish down south. I fish Calico. So it's all tides. You guys know that. You guys have been fishing with me. There's a magic time with tides. He said, you guys have the same thing. It's like, this time hits and this time hits. That's what you're looking for on the Delta. Is that true? Or is it like? The whole time, are you looking for low tide? You're looking for a low tide 15 minutes before, or after. I talked to what Jeremy are you about this. For? Yeah, like so. When, like when we talked about it, he's true. Like everyone I talked to on the salt, right? Or p- people I've talked to the fish, like timing, 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 timing. Hour before, hour after. You know the tide. What you know? When is it? But it's it's very spot specific. And I was telling him like I have a spot. I've got three fish near 10 pounds. I don't weigh my fish, so you know, whatever it is, they're big fish. You know it's close to 10 pounds. Or 10 Within pounds. a 10-foot circle radius, they've ate there. The only time they've ate there is when it was within a two-month window on a certain mid-tide, mid-outgo, south wind, cloud cover around the, the new moon. Dude, That's where they're at. I must be a fucking idiot you know because I, mean? I don't keep notes. You keep notes about this? No, but I live like like... 
close to this spot. I probably shouldn't even have said that, but I lived close to this spot. So I got to fish it for like nine years every day. So you knew like. No, I do. Like, know, like I fish this shit all the time and there's not a big one here. And then when there's a south wind and the da 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 da. So that actually helped me. But like like I think I heard the unfiltered podcast and Phil's talking about like seven win- like minute windows. Like the windows. Delta tournaments, in my opinion, won in like 20 minutes a lot of times. It might be 20 minutes spread out over three spots. But like you'll see a guy when the when, when the tide clicks. I was talking to, to Jack Ball and Chris. And they're like, dude, the those Jack guys at? are standing on the here? front. What? He has some shit. Going. I think oh, he's golfing. God, I don't know. Bitch. But he fucking, he's like, dude, I seen Chris and Jack around the break. And they were driving around like maniacs. And I'm like, bro, I heard you guys were driving around like maniacs. He's like, yeah, bro, I was standing on the front holding the trolling motor because the fucking tide was switching. And they were hitting everything they could in that 15-minute window and like, pull it up, pull it up. Let's go, let's go, let's go. You know, and, and trying to hit their spots that they had dialed in that window. So... Like, as th- throwing swim baits on the Delta, like, I try to say there's not, but, dude, I'm telling you, like, moon, tide. I'm all about moon lately, you know, on top of the tide. So, I can't, if I was on a lake, I wouldn't even do anything without knowing the moon, you know? So, I you think play everywhere that in, windows, Do you play that into the lake, too? Like, lake? when you're going to go to Clear lake? lake or something? I don't go to lakes. I'm not even going to front. Really? When's the last time I went You're to a, a lake? You're a Delta slut. That's all you do. Before. I love the Delta so much. Like, well, it's so big. I get what you guys well, are saying. Like, uh, I drove. I love here the Delta like, so much. What the fuck, dude? I passed the Delta like ten times. Wait till you come and you could fish, and we'll drive around and we'll fuck, do one day dude. where we just fish all four corners, and you won't even believe it. Like south. Way it's south. Like the way it's east. It's like the ocean. Too. Like I a thousand guess. miles of waterway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ocean. We could go to yeah. the ocean. We could go to Carquinez Strait. That's like fucking. How wide is Carquinez Strait? A mile? I was just out there. Not too okay. long ago. Half a mile wide. <laughs> yeah, I'm huge. not even joking. It's like yeah. a half a mile wide. Yeah. Like, and with the sandbar, you could run your boat aground out there. Yeah. In the middle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it's so, flat glass, but the God, tide's dude. kicking out, and there's so, three footers. So I mean, I, not in my boat, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I I call uh, you know, I call lakes fish bowls because they're like they're there because I just give people, you know, people give me crap for talking. But you know what? When but you talk I just about really like the I really like the dynamics of the Delta. And I think that the Delta has more potential than anywhere because all of the weed growth and the, the opportunity for life. When you go on the Delta, all you see is life everywhere. If you go somewhere and you don't see like a bird or a mink or a fucking toad turtle. Or, Dude, there was a guy in a kayak asking me about some weird or shit about seal. science. They're gonna, yeah, seals sea too. But that's what I'm saying. Even though it's a healthy ecosystem, it supports hundreds of seals inshore that shouldn't be here. No, they're when you breeding. Guys told me in that here. I'm like, they're breeding fuck. in the there Delta. There was two of them uh, today. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't know we let our, we all let our fish go at uh, Holland Track, and there was two seals right there. Just, is that uh, when you brutal. say that? Is that the tube? Uh, no, well, that's no. big break. That's, uh, that's Russo's. 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 All right, Russo's. But I'm sorry, I got off track too. Like, I get close to the fucking windows. mic. Remember, no, I know we're talking about windows, but it all kind of. No, I, I mean this is a good good part okay. to me to okay. like hear you say that's that. That's why I like it. I just like we, there's so many dynamics to the Delta. It's like you could go out and catch them, and so then go to the same like, spot the same time the next day, and, and ghost town. Do you feel like that makes you a well-rounded fisherman? Though, I don't like, know. I can't even say that because I don't leave. I don't want to. Uh, no, to so my this is own the horn, next question you know we'll saying? go to, to Phil because you, you go, got a fish go. tournament, so it's like yeah. 
What yeah, do you think? Um, and, I, and I second what he said on the tides, and I know Tanner probably has a, a good uh, answer on that too. But uh, I think, yeah, the tides are – anybody that tells you they're fishing the delta and they're not paying attention to tides is not a threat. That doesn't mean somebody can't oh, win. Oh, hold on, hold on. Someone's got a phone call. Yeah, party foul. Oh, that's got to be more important. Party that was me. Dude, he's holding that, 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 that thing like Geraldo Rivera. Hello, boat sales. <laughs> boat sales. <laughs> yeah. Hello, basket. <laughs> hey, now that Tanner fucked the whole the rhythm up, All right. let's go Continue. back to Phil. Okay, let's go. Uh, yeah, so I was saying, and, and I don't say that disrespectfully, it doesn't mean somebody can't come out here and win a tournament. But no, the, 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 the people that I look up to, the people that have been legends in this sport, they will all tell you. Actually, and uh, Tanner got the opportunity to fish with the, the one guy that, that I've always admired his knowledge and sometimes makes me feel like I don't even know what I'm talking about um, is Bobby Barrick. And when you talk to him about tides, and I'm, you know, he'll talk about you know, 10, 12, 14, 15-minute windows. And I second that, especially the, the just every day being out more and more and paying attention to it. Tides are absolutely critical. The way that I – basically the way that I um, – the analogy I use for tides is, is – you know, if there's a dinner table and say you eat, I don't know, whatever time you, you probably eat at the dinner table at six o'clock, Burritos. right? Five o'clock, o'clock, whatever it is. But if, if, <laughs> Flautas? if I put my, if I put my, if I put food on the table, you know, and you eat at six o'clock and it takes you roughly 25 minutes to eat dinner and I put food on the table at five fifty, there's nobody there to eat it. Or maybe a little kid running by, right? That's why you'll catch some small ones on the wrong tides and stuff. But tides are a, a thousand percent critical. And then to follow up on the, 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 the follow up question is, I do believe it's really helped me going to these other lakes because I think what what um, what it's done is it, it makes me think I'm always thinking there's another element in which there is on the delta. So then when I figure things out on lakes, um, I mean there might not be a tide, but it might be uh, a, 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 you know the sun positioning, and I you know I got whatever it is or a shade line or whatever you know it, it you have to the on the delta it can be stressful be when when you're on the tides because if you have a 15 minute window that's 15 minutes that's all you got and you have more things to to take into account instead instead of a lake where you're looking at a shade line or whatever it might be you have the tides to take into place as, as uh, the same it, time. on top of yes yes like like, okay. like when caesar was saying the moon's phase on top of that you know mm-hmm. you have barometric pressure you have weather you have you know uh speed of flow you have yeah the you speed know, of flow i was gonna say that like you could be at a spot and it's the outgo mid tide 15 minutes for the end but it ain't really rushing like it was the time before and then because that, all that's the tides what makes are different. this place yeah. the most complicated yeah. or, body of water to fish I or day to day day to day it really yeah. is it's or minute it's not to minute high. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. or yeah, it's a different it's, high. It's, it's a different high. That's yeah. what I've ran yeah. into a lot. Yep. Like this is a different high. This is a a foot lower than that high that I was yeah, at. Yeah, there's still and, six inches more water and, over their head yeah, at this yeah, time. Yeah, or right. Something. Those fish just aren't comfortable moving into that whatever it is. Yeah. Foot yeah. of water instead of two foot of water. Or the grass shrimp are gone. Yeah. 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 Hold on, Tanner. Just uh, cut off Phil. So go on, Phil. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. No. no. Hold on. Did you no, fish a tournament today, that. Tanner? No. No. I, okay, and I didn't. If I would have, I wouldn't yeah. have won. Yeah. yeah. No. No. But hey, I was hold just on, saying. Hold on, yeah. real quick. Who won a tournament today? I, I Phil won with 24 pounds hey, in January, okay, go on, Phil. bro. And, on, Phil. and big right. fish in the tournament. Yeah. Too, by yeah. Hey, 24 pounds big, in January. Big Dick Phil for now on. Yeah. That's it. That's only. Should he be using this one? No, it's no, bigger. no. His is bigger. It's oh, like a, okay. He's got yeah. the tuna can right there. Right, right. <laughs> the Danny's car. Danny's jar. But uh, yeah. I will say that trying to dial in the tide. Um, and, and and the other thing is uh, that I want to elaborate on is there's not just necessarily one tide that they're that 
it's, it's, it's Caesar kind of said it too. It's per area, right, or per spot. You can fish an area like Frank's Track, for an example, or Mildred, the entire day and catch fish and winning fish the entire day. But each little element, each spot, the big ones might only be up on that one tule point over there for you know twelve minutes of the high switch, and then they move off. So if you're hitting that tule point right there, there's only a twelve minute window. So in are that you day. doing your homework and being like, okay. I know if I can go hit all these Thule points where it's going to move mm-hmm. the switch, I'm going to hit all these spots. You're going driving around, pre-fishing, hitting all these spots, going same spot, same spot. Okay, mark, 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 mark on my graph. Kind of come hit them later. Are you doing something like uh, that? Sometimes the one interesting thing about the Delta Two though, is unlike a lake, there's no two spots that are the, the exact same because even though you have a Thule Island, and I said this on Jake's podcast, even though you have a Thule Island and another Thule Island, another Thule Island, another Thule Island, another Thule Island and maybe the current, the angle, because right, the current, the way it hits each one, or maybe one uh, has sparse tulies on it, the other one is hard clumps, the other one has a, a ledge on the right side, whatever maybe. So there's no two spots the same. So it doesn't mean that you can't run a pattern, but it's just, it's not. I think it's what I've learned is it's way easier to pattern around at a lake. But I think it's helped me that I have to be so in tune with the delta, and it's so hard to. But you have to to be successful. But then when I go to a lake, it's actually easier because you can find 10 docks that are the exact same. I've never same. been able to run patterns out here, dude. It's, yeah, it, it's, it's hard, but... I um, used to think I could, like, I'd be like, I could go to these two points, <laughs> and all these guys are Bobby D and, and 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 Mike Andrews and Steve Sapp, and these guys are doing it, right? And then I'd go, and it's like, you pull up, and you go to make the flip, and you already know. It looks exactly the same, and you make the flip, and you're like, this is wrong it's not the you know same. what's crazy it's is not uh, the same when it's not jack the same. when jack was on the podcast oh the weed thing what where, where the weed swung yep. the right he's way he's like not ready not ready like yep. Yep. Dead, people have mentioned that he's why i think phil like, like, figured that out this uh summer yeah, yeah. yeah. tanner yeah. T- tanner knows and <laughs> and uh yeah there, no there's it's uh it is it, it's critical on this um how critical it is for that tide and it takes years and years to learn and the more you learn it but the other thing too is and it's it's actually a good thing but you can roll up to areas and you don't even have to put the troll motor down and you just like jack he knows and you just drop you can look and go it's not right it's too fast it's too slow it's not high enough it's not low enough it's you know and the, and the, and the money isn't always you know everybody always talks about the switches and the switches are very good but it's not always the switch i mean there's no. plenty of times yeah. where you want two-thirds out of the outgo they're going to eat here second hour of the income here and uh, that's what makes it so com- – the Delta is so complex. And I think a guy that it's really hard to win here, I think probably harder than anywhere to win if you're not a local because y- you can't – it's so uh, – it's really hard to pattern. Who's, you can, but it's – Whose came as a pro and done great? That's, that's not, not from, from here? Yes. Dude, like Jose Uribe did, but, but remember he threw the bone whopper plopper. He just threw it. And, like, when they had the Elite Series, those guys sacked him in Franks on the red rattle traps. Um, who was that dude? He uh, That was uh, – no, that, I know. It was a young guy, yeah, Remitz, Derek, Derek, Derek Remitz. Yeah. He was like, I'm just going to fish through the tide. And they sacked him in the middle because there's so many big fish. But the consistency is the deal. You know what I mean? Can you do that four days in a row? Me and Tanner used to say that. We fished teams together. Be like, dude, these guys come up a show and drop 28. And we drop like 18, but we'd be like, fuck that. We drop 18 every day. Like these cats could get 28, but we could drop 18 every I, I don't yeah. even, I yeah, can't no, drop no. 18 every day. Don't, I'm not fronting right now. <laughs> Tell me but, you know what I'm saying? But, but that's what our attitude was. Our attitude was like, yeah. we could, yeah. we could catch them consistently every day, but yeah. these guys get lucky once a week. Like, um, so I don't know. It, it, it's tough to come. 
and, and even when I was gonna, I always like. I guess I like to butt in and talk, but like imagine Apparently coming so, here, you cut him off. Yeah, imagine coming here and winning a pro am, and then you go back to your spot. And you're like, I'm gonna go back to my spot and check this shit out, and then it looks it's different depth, different weeds. Different flow because it silted in or it didn't, and the weeds grew different. So much, it's like the ocean, bro. It's, it's every really year like is different. Changing. Every year, and I, and I want to say one other comment, then I'll let uh, Tanner or somebody else speak. But uh, the other no, thing, we too, hear from Tanner. He does. Uh, now the other thing is, I want to hear his input on ties. Just, actually, that's yeah. the only reason I came. I want to get my notebook here. But uh, no, um, I was going to say too, especially when you get out of the spawn, guys can get a little bit more lucky from not being around here. And just kind of get lucky in the, in April and May. Put, show me a show me a pro am that was in June, you know, all the way through the winter, January, February, first part of March. That a local I, the last time a local hasn't won. They don't have a lot of pro ams, but when they do in the fall, like you can pick on in you know pro am September, August, September, October, November. There's like nine guys, in my opinion, mm-hmm. yeah. that I think you you can almost guarantee one of those nine is going to win because they they now again April and May you can come from out of town you can you can pull up on any rock bank or any Thule island and they're just up spawning so that's where your tide is the least it doesn't that doesn't mean that it doesn't matter at all but it's you you have a you have a, a, a little bit more of a luck factor or from a guy yeah. that has no clue it's fish in a barrel yeah. I'm say, I'll say it. it's fish in a yeah. barrel you know but let, what about Tanner? What are, Tanner what are your thoughts on yeah, tides? I agree with you on the um the timing the like seasonal seasonal yeah. your your springtime tide isn't uh it doesn't really matter in the spring those fish are spawning they're doing their thing um either they got water on their head to uh eat or they don't um it seems like once that water does get off their head they get a little bit more feisty mm-hmm. yeah, um a little do. bit more like they eat the uh, wake they they get mad <laughs> yeah I think they get frustrated because that water and the bluegill is, is so are low in and there. so yeah some yeah um uh, it, it seems like that to me. I think as you go on through the end of the summertime, your tide gets more um, exact, and you need to know your tide a lot better. And if you miss yeah. it by ten minutes, you right. might have missed your whole day. Right, and then yeah. it, it and it goes on, you know, throughout you know July to August. I think is some of the best fishing if you know what you're doing and you can get your biggest bag if you've got it dialed down 100 you know what i mean um as far as fish the tides going with the lakes when i was really dialed in and i was fishing with bobby um i did i i i would mark when we were catching our fish on the delta and i liked the fish clear lake berryessa shasta um and I would mark when we were getting our bites on, on a tide chart. And if I went to Berryessa for that weekend or something, I would basically kind of draw a line on a map and say, okay, well, Berryessa lines up with Big Break. Right? So Berryessa lined up with Big Break. Big My Big Break fish were biting at this time. These Berryessa fish should get live right around 1.30. Um, and it happened a couple times. Um, clearly, same thing. Um, went up there, uh, the west wind started to come up at about one o'clock and me and Bobby were fishing a TOC and we were fishing this, uh, this deep ledge. It was about 12 feet. Um, and we were punching it and 
we sat there all morning going back and forth, back and forth. And I'm kind of looking at the guy going, dude, come on. There, this is clear lake. We, we're catching. We got two four-pounders. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, this west wind showed up and started blowing up against the west wind. And I looked at him. I go, tide's going out. And he was like. He kind of looked back at me and went, we're on clear lake. And then as soon as I said that, I, I, we had a 20-minute window of boom, 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 boom. We put 20 pounds in the bag as soon as that west wind started to hit. And I really do. I think. Dude, this is why these... I believe in the moon. Because the tide's influenced by the moon. Correct. And, right. and Delta guys, when we go to lakes, we're like, oh, shit, the tide table. Dude, we're right. not looking at the moon you know table. You like, and you got to remember, like, Butch. You, Delta guys, all go big swim bait guys go tides moons. Right, this is Ew. a big fish thing. You're I think at. California is so close to the coast. Yeah, we're right there next to the ocean. Yes. I mean, I, all of our lakes are right on the ocean. I basically. just think that and that Delta guys are we able are, to relate to the tides. Hold on, let's easier cut you than off. the moon. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I'm just saying. I was just saying. <laughs> like, it's easier to say, oh, it was like an hour before the switch than it is an hour before moonrise. Right. But once I switch to the moonrise, even on the Delta, mm-hmm. but I don't go anywhere else to prove this. But I, it's got to be. It's, it's all moon. I think it's all moon. Think, all of it. Hey, you ever notice on MLF how they'll, the, the whole lake will be silent for like 45 minutes, and then all of a sudden there'll be like 20-minute windows everybody's catching where them. everybody's catching them. They'll click, be click, 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 boom, 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 boom. Yeah, right. So there, so it, there is timing. Do you look into that as well when you're doing tournaments? Yeah, absolutely. You do? Yeah, absolutely. How much homework are you doing? So I record every day I fish, this like guy. every single day. I've got 17 years of logs from every day Fuck, I fish. Yeah. Man. So and you know what really helps is because I can go back and you see the trends. The first year you do it, there's nothing to compare it to, right? Yeah. The second and third and fourth year. Now I can look back and if I got a tournament in March, I got 17 years of marches, and then I can see the consistent patterns. Even though I didn't realize they were a pattern at the time, I can go, oh, geez, that bait or that, you know, whatever, that area or, or that tide in that area. Four years ago, I caught an eight and a six, and I didn't really put it together. And then two years later, I was in that same area on the same tide, and I caught a nine, you know, whatever it is. And then you Are ne- you going back to baits, too, Is at the same time? So, like, uh, you're taking a bait that you had from 15 years ago, and you're going, fuck, maybe I should try that again, man. Um, you know? Honestly, I think. One of the things that I, at least that I'm not trying to say whatever, but that I think that's part of my success is just being able to recognize where to throw what baits all the time. So I, I tell everybody, I literally cannot fish without 13 rods on my deck and another 12 or 13 and another 12 or 13 in my rod locker that I get. And be and but, and the reason is because I don't lock myself into anything. I'm just fishing the moment at what Justin Lucas, who's a really good friend of mine, talk to him all the time. And I remember he said like 10 years ago, he said, Phil, you got to pretend like every cast. If someone said this next cast, I'll give you a million dollars if you can catch a fish. Would that change your lure pick for that one cast, right? And if it would and you're not doing it, then you're not you're not at the game you should be. So it can be extremely exhausting, especially in a pro-am, when I don't have a, a buddy in the back who's mm-hmm. doing another technique. Where I I mean, I've had my co-anglers like, dude, I've never seen something. You are exhausting to watch. Mm-hmm. I will make one cast with the wake bait, and I will put it down, and I'll make two casts with the frog, and I'll put it down, I'll make one cast with the Zinko, two casts. And you know how – but you know how exhausting that is to put – uh, what are you? Hold on. What is this fucking guy doing? Go that way. You're gonna fucking dude, unplug this, dude. Of course it's Danny. You know what's funny, okay, Phil? Hold on, Danny. Hold on, Danny. Wait, everyone. Danny. Everyone, uh, stop. Danny's got it. Hold on, no, Danny's got it. We're gonna end this out. 
But you know what's crazy, Phil, is I listen to your other thing, and I was thinking that. I was thinking about uh, all those casts you make, and I'm the same way. Like, when there's somebody in the back, I always tell Tanner, I'm like, fuck, I hated fishing by myself. Because you go down a bank, and you're like, I'm going to throw this wake bait, but I don't have the guy in the back who's flipping the jig or doing the thing. And I learned to fish through tournament fishing, so you always have two guys. That's the worst. The reason yourself. why I had 15 rods in my boat because I'm a junk fisherman because yeah. I couldn't put together a damn pattern. <laughs> I love Dude, I think the Delta breeds us, right? The junk fisherman yeah, thing, I was absolutely. like, I, that's a good, absolutely. good point of view. I mean, look at Chris Aldane. You know, me and Tanner, I'll swear to God, this is a crazy thing that Tanner said. It was just an off-the-kilt thing. We're fishing a tournament, right? We're fishing against uh, uh, Daniels and Jamon, I think, right? And uh, we went out, and the fucking day just was totally different. Me and Tanner lived together at the time. We were like, we're doing it. You know, we, we knew it was, I Easy. mean, he fished, He had the boat. I wasn't, he's a fisherman. I was the backseater, but we were in sync. And then when we got in, we were like, holy shit, dude. They weighed 20-something pounds again. And he goes, how the fuck did they adjust that fast? And it was just off the, it was just like an off the cuff statement, and we both thought about it. And I look at it, and then look at Mark Daniels, he adjusted that fast. And Chris Saldane, and Skeet Reese, and these different guys. When you see those guys up there, they're not only catching my one bait. Like Daniels leans on his finesse, his finesse thing in 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 tournaments. But I wouldn't want to fish against him, power fishing, flipping. You don't want to flip or punch against Mark Daniels. Never. You know what's cool too is you, you yeah. guys. Uh, I'm going to say more towards Caesar. You're a swim bait. You have a swim bait company. This is what you do. Um, but you follow the tournament series as well. You're a big tournament fan, and you know. What I'm I saying? just I just and told so Tanner that I wanted to fish again. Like I love <laughs> bass fishing through tournaments, but I just it was just this thing. I love fishing so much that I never wanted to get burnt out on it. And it was like this thing that I kind of got burnt out, and I just like to fish. So. I just went my own way. And I really don't understand the guys that don't want to bass fish that don't tournament fish. I recently talked to someone that's a really good friend, old friend, and he was like, I wouldn't even fish for bass if I didn't fish for tournaments. On a Wednesday, if I lose a 10-pounder, I don't care. Yeah, and everyone, fishing for the wrong reason then. Well, yeah. I, I really do. If, you, if yep. you feel that way, that you don't want to fish unless it's a tournament, Man. I mean, you're either ultra-competitive, because you have to be competitive to yeah. a certain point to fish tournaments anyways, but... But when it stops being fun just to go out and, and go fishing, yeah. you're, you need to go pick up something else. And, and I agree. And that's why I didn't understand it. Like, he's like, I want to do other fishing, but I don't want to do this kind because I've caught them all, right? And I was like, dude, on a Wednesday, if I lose a giant, I, it's like months, years. I lost a, a giant with Tanner on a Wednesday. That was the biggest fish of my life. And it was probably fucking nine years ago. And every day I think about that fish, I can see its mouth thrashing next to the boat so it's nothing against anyone i think fishing is a journey for everyone right yeah so i when swim baits came out i was tournament fishing 99 2000 and i was like that looks cool but i don't care about that i'm trying to flip this jig and i'm trying to catch 20 pounds just like the same thing i would say yeah. if i was a tournament today yeah you know it's just a, it's a love-hate relationship i just love fishing so much i think um you can go in and out of things like that, you know, like of of what you like about it and what you don't. And I would never stop. Like my shoulder has, like I just took, got told I got, I what have arthritis in my drop shoulder. Shot. That's my, I'm a slut. I don't care what shot. it is, bro. I'll troll. I will troll. I will take people out and not even cast 
and let them catch it. Like, just to watch. I, I love fishing yeah. so much. I don't Hold care on, about anything else. Hold on, give me my else. good arm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, You're like yeah. a Viking, bro. I don't just even give know, me the one arm. I don't even know why I stepped in because like, you left and I was like trying to say something. No, I didn't. But I, <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't. You might have to check that camera. I, the, it yeah. I know, I fixed it, you okay, fucking cool. asshole. Uh, yeah. You had to get another beer and piss, like, you piece of shit. Yeah, and, and I'm... Yeah. And out. I've never fished with anyone really, and I've I've got a chance to fish with like certain cats, like Danny and, and Tanner. Everyone f- should fish with more people, you know, because I don't. I think that's a big big point of view too. That that, that good good uh, recommendation. Yes, if fish, you fish with, with as more many people, people like, as you yeah. can. Yeah, 100%. and absorb every little thing that yeah. you can get from somebody to that's make a you point, a better Tanner. fisherman. Yeah. As I was younger and growing up, um, I did. I I. I got into that Delta guy mentality, I would think you would say, and um, I didn't want to fish with anybody else. I fished with my brother. I fished with my dad. I didn't want anybody taking my spots. That's Dude, can we talk about that? Can, 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 can we talk? We're going to get there. God I, damn. Caesar. I didn't want to just fish the Delta. I, I joined a bass club years ago, and, and that's the most economic way to learn different techniques from other guys that you fish with is right. in, a, in a bass club because you're really generally not fishing for any money. Um, there, a lot of the older guys are willing to share. Um, and, and that's what I did. I got in the, the bass club and, and just fished with numerous different guys. I didn't even, did you, when you joined the bass club, did you just have a, were you backseater at the time? I was, yeah, I was, I had a boat, but it was a small boat at the time. And, and then, uh, you know, I was more than happy to go with somebody else who had a nice big, you know, stretched out boat. It was great. I learned a ton. I I I love that you're telling me this because this is what my uncle told me. My uncle said it's it's a hundred percent true The the more guys that you fish with, just like you were saying, Caesar, the more guys you fish with, there's something that you're going to glean from them Mm -hmm. some way, somewhere, shape, some sort of shape or form that you're going to be able to say, wow, I didn't quite know that. I just picked up a tide thing today from this guy over here so this is great yeah. oh. <laughs> so, and you know what's crazy is, like, is i haven't fished with a lot of people and that's why i want to say like um on the delta round table you know like when i got into swim baits i started p- promoting my company and putting pictures up right if i if you guys knew the the fish that that phil next to me and and my brother-in-law tanner have caught or even bobby d have caught and not taken pictures of there's guys that are glory hogs, you know, out here getting and and I don't take anything away from it. If you long arm fish, fucking long arm it, make it look big. <laughs> I'm serious because it's a great fish. Like, be proud of your fish, right? Oh, I have no funny, problems dude. with that. I have no like, problems with yeah. any of that. But what I'm saying is, the Delta as a community is so secretive. Like, it is that absolutely. I didn't it, fish with a lot of people because bad. I'm like, I shouldn't fish with that, and I'm still there. Like, guys like Tanner, guys like Phil, all of it. Like, it's it's a culture that on the Delta. You don't say shit. Like now they do, and even when I post pictures, people don't like me on the Delta hey, because Instagram I'll post some shit. Probably changed the game a lot. Here's the challenge: I, it doesn't go matter, find like... internet fish on the Delta on Instagram. You won't find a bunch no, of you dudes. Won't see do you really think that? Look, yeah. look, look for Delta guys yeah. posting giants all the time. There's giants caught hey, all the fucking time. Only time them. I ever, hey, only time I ever posted, only time I ever posted pictures on a tournament, you'll, unless you, it's a ten. You'll never see Dude, the day-to-day day grind. I, I, I just want to say, like, I'm telling you, like, the Delta has the best. But, like, Bobby Barrick doesn't get the, the recognition he deserves. The 10-pounders plus that he's caught, he will underestimate him. Dude, I... I have no clue how many he's caught. He's, he's got to caught hundreds or something. Hundreds. Hundreds. Like, I, I saw him at... And Red he Hall. doesn't care. He's like, nah, nah, nah. 
Like he's cool as shit, man. Dude, he's, like, he's super a, cool. He's a fisherman. Yeah. Like when you go on a, a guide trip and you take guys out till five o'clock since before light, and you drop them off on the dock and you slap them on their ass and say good job, and then you go back out to fish till dark. Because right. you want to catch them yourself? And that's because those guys wanted to go back. Yep. Like, take me back. My sandwich is all gone. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't have taken I had a great day back. already, thanks. That yeah. was a blast. That was yeah. awesome. He's like, yeah, you're like, done already? Straight up. Like, Bobby Barrick, growing up. We just up. started, bro. Dude, I was working at fucking Budweiser, showing up at Safeway in the morning to deliver beer when I was 19. And I would see, I would see Bobby D, and I would see Bobby Barrick. Bobby Barrick was a meat cutter. He would be getting off when I'd be showing up to work. To go fish, yeah, every day, yeah, all the time. He yeah. did not need sleep. That guy. No. He's the one person on the face of the earth could that could close his eyes and one time and say, "I got eight hours of sleep." But dude, what about the frog? <laughs> he kind of. I mean, that's yeah. what I know from down south is a frog, and that's I'm sure a- you could speak on that a lot, Bubba D. He uh he was the he was the master I, of the I frog. Love that you no guys are hear question. All these little things I say. Yeah, we'll, because yeah, I'm going to say it in the mic and it's yeah. going to be real quiet. I'm going to tell you, mm-hmm. I was the world's worst frog fisherman <laughs> for about ten years. It took me probably five years to get my first fish in the boat. Really? Didn't know what I was doing until I actually. Phil's partner now, I, I used to be uh, uh, Mike Andrews' partner for a number of years, probably ten or so years as far as the tournament goes. He showed me how to actually properly fish and what i was fishing it correctly in the wrong places to get good hookups um i would i always thought that oh you got to throw them in the deepest slop and all that stuff and he showed me how to fish open water with it and it was just amazing you how, remember that man's frog oh yeah oh yeah Dude, that man's frog was crazy you don't even see it anymore yeah oh gosh yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm Dude, the frog is in a Delta institution. <laughs> when, when, like when I see guys that fish frogs around the nation, that's cool. But you'll never tell me that anyone that hasn't fished the Delta and doesn't come up here is the best frog fisherman. No, this is, when you this talk is where about frogs. Him, when you talk about yeah, this is the frog hot. Yeah, this is capital where it's at, bro. The, yeah, this yeah, where it's at. Come on. So this is what's cool about that. I feel like that all comes together with swim baits. Dude, yes. it's a big because fish dudes, technique. When dudes go. Hey, I want me swim bait fish. What else will you do? Nothing. Well, I'll throw a frog. Yep. Yeah. I'll throw a frog. All right, I'll yeah. throw a frog. Giants. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like you. It. what you guys have here is what the giants. You guys make the giants out here. You know what I'm saying? Not a, hey, dude, Tanner, I, what's your biggest frog fish? 15. Woo! Jack, Jack has the same. Wow. Already yeah. had a guy with a 15 on here. Tanner, come on, get yeah. here. I don't. Well, I, <laughs> it, I, let's say I just fuck fifteen ish, dude. Dude, Tanner put me on mine, and who knows how big it was? No, that's a no that's scale. A, that's giant a big fucking fish, bro. It, you know um, what size line? Tell us about it. Braid, yeah, yeah it's just braid. straight up braid. Up, uh, oh, his key of, is his key. I already know it's fluorocarbon. <laughs> no, that's, dude, no don't way, dude. I he drop shots a frog no on way. four pound test. I've seen it myself. Uh, no. He'll talk about dude, fishing Tanner, the slop all he wants to. Dude, He's Tanner full of shit. Tanner put me on IPB fish to this day. That was probably in the teens. And he goes, hey, we're in a fucking, in a, in a plastic bass, bass tub. We call it the ass raider. It was the 10-footer. <laughs> bass raider. It was the 10-footer. It was the 10-foot plastic tub. Hold on. One more time. What did you the call it? The ass raider. But, bass cat boat. So check this out. You want to hear a Delta story? <laughs> the ass raider. It was called the bass raider. We took the B off, right? So... <laughs> I was living with him and my sister. So this on, is your this is your water. brother-in-law. By yeah, it's my brother-in-law. By, yep. by who? By my sister. Your sister. Not, not my brother. Yep. Not my brother. 
Well, shit, we live close enough to San Francisco. Wife's fucking brother, I don't fucking. Okay. Oh, right. Anyway, so right. That, that's a that's a white thing. Yeah, yeah. Just because his so wife's white. It's an honest question. So we're out, right? And we're going hey. through through our little uh, home slough. We live in the water, and we go to this area, and he goes, "Dude, this is so sick. I've never been in to tuck in under this walkway behind this dock." So he tucks me in. He tucks me in at the front of this boat, and we're under the walkway, and he's behind the walkway, and I'm in front of the walkway, and I make the cast, and I twitch it once, and if you frogfish, you know that if a big fish eats your bait, it just disappears. It doesn't splash. Hey, or... so hold on really quick. Give us the rundown what you do when you get caught on a frogfish, because my uncle did to uh-huh. me. Uh, some people are new to fishing that listen to this. Right. So give us the rundown, Mike. Okay. Do you fucking yank the hook as okay. hard as you can? Okay, so check Real, it. What do you I, do? You I know? cast it in. It eats it. So with the frog, I don't watch my line to w- to make sure it's swimming away, but you want to make sure they have the frog, and they don't just have the legs. Like, yeah. they eat it. But a really big fish, if you want to pay attention to your frog, because if a really big fish eats it, it just slurps. <laughs> it just... Hey, so we're drinking up hey, here. My name, my name is Nick. I like to party. What's your name? Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's your, your name? Tanner. I like to party. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my brother-in-law. So my name is Tanner. I like to party. What's even better though is this guy puts me in there like he's the fucking Spanish fly, right? He puts me under there, and he's the guy in the back, and he goes, and he goes, "Hey, sure, cast in there." So I cast in. It lands. It, he's like, "Let it sit." And he's a good fisherman. You know, we're both in there, like, trying to catch this fisherman. So I let it sit. Twitch it once. It goes away. I set the hook. And she comes up. And he goes, you got her. <laughs> and how did you see it, Tanner? Just like that. Yeah, you d- got Dude, her. I'm telling you. That, that, that's not even, dude, that's not even As exaggeration. As he nibbled on his earlobe. You got her. He's like. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And he. And, and he's got his hands on this on this walkway, this gangplank. If you're a saltwater guy or delta guy, you know there's gangplanks. They move up and down with the tide. So he's got his hands under there holding me, and he throws us in so we, he can get in there. And she comes in, and every time, for some reason, when I'm, I'm, uh, I'm reeling it in, grab that motherfucker. That's what I say. Because we never had a net. So, oh God, you guys are fucking no. Idiots. It was a it's tiny a boat. boat. It was a tiny. We kicked my rod I over. Shit, I, would I kicked like three net, rods dude. over. I kicked like three rods over. They shared one rod. Yeah. Yeah. So small. Yeah. Right. Hey, yeah. two rods, one cup. So I pull it up. <laughs> so we catch it and I pull it up, and he's like, "Holy shit, dude!" And I had always told him he'd make fun of me. I'm like, "Dude, if I catch a fucking giant, I'm killing it. I don't <laughs> care, bro. I've lost too many. I was holding it right, and she was shaking." And I just dropped her over the edge because I felt like I was going to break her jaw. She was so big. I have this weird, sketchy yeah, picture of it. Yeah, yeah. But just just to talk about that, Tanner put me on my fucking teener frogfish. How big was that? You don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Big. It was bigger than any swim bait fish I've caught. Wait, 13, 14, at least. Yeah, I would say 13, 14. It was a good, it was a good frog <laughs> See, I'm fish. See, cool. We, cool. We've had, like, I don't know. You know what's cool to, to, like, I think what you do is cool, like, I don't think you need to weigh shit. Like, I didn't like. I, I showed weigh you everything. My... <laughs> but but That's see, you're a tournament guy. Yeah. Because I was influenced by the life. internet, and like, I hate when I see somebody they'll catch a fish, and they're like, "Dude, I'm so bummed." Or people like, "That's not a ten. That's not a 10. I'm like, "Dude, just let him be hype on his shit." Yeah, it is what he says. Nah, it is. Right. I, for me, I have I to know care. when I hey, catch. Hold on. 
If you don't wait, don't say it. No. Nah. You know what's funny to me is some of the guys that I know, there's a handful of them, uh, and, it, and it sounds like Tanner's one of them too, that... <laughs> that no no in a good way that that no, some, some, some of the guys no some of the guys that i know for a fact are some of the that really know the delta that have caught montiners and stuff and and, and weighed them some of the big ones but like they don't weigh them like i now i'm the opposite i weigh every fish if i for me i have to know like if it's a 10 now i'm not knocking anybody else but for yeah. my own personal self if it's a 998 it's not a 10 and I've caught a lot of tens, but and I have to know for myself. But like, it's yeah. funny because there's a lot of Delta guys out here. So many of my close friends who catch monsters, <laughs> 10, 10 to fifteen pounders yearly, and they're like, and I, they don't even have a scale on the boat. It's I'm a like, cultural I thing. I, it's, 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 Delta. Right. it's a culture just, thing. Delta. I was just going to say the same Delta thing. People Caesar. do that like exactly. it's a Delta yes. thing, like where? Yes. yes. The, the OGs yes. though. I think it's an OG thing. Yep. Yeah. Now, I'm, I would yeah, consider yeah, yeah. myself OG. I've been fishing the Delta for thirty years, but I didn't fall into that part of the category and maybe that's because i wasn't catching as many big ones no, years because, ago as some of these you're guys really focus on your details you know yeah, what I'm i really feel like I, that i think you're 100 percent dead on caesar when you said that it's a culture thing because you'll see that here more so than anywhere else yeah. especially in california you get the same guys in socal with they're whoa, catching whoa, these big whoa, 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 no and i mean whoa, whoa, that, i mean this in a good way <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but they, they want they want to show all, all their yeah. big so no, big fishing stuff. So a lot of these local like, guys, yeah. they don't even want you to see them. It's yeah. crazy. Who doesn't want to show people a 13-pounder? Absolutely. I, I Absolutely. Think, I think by looking at a fish, I can tell what part of the delta it came from. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. No, no. Like, but yep. I do have to say, though, pictures. I know where that's at. When people say that your fish isn't as big as the picture, I've taken pictures of nine-pounders, and people are like, that's a seven. Right. Six, five. Pictures and I'm like, are, yeah, and I'm like, dude, you can't tell a picture. That's it, why it's I, all about angles on that photo. And I got to tell you, that's why I moved away from the weights because so it's internet off. because toxic. I've moved to the internet for so much stuff, and I don't like like people like if you post a big fish, right? And you're like it's a ten. I would laugh, but like it's not a ten, but nice fish. People will be like, "Yo, bro, you need to get a motherfucking scale," and you know, I'm like, hey, why do you fuck care? You. Be stoked, man. It's like, be fish. stoked, man. It's a big fish. Be it, stoked. If, oh, here it's, it comes. if it's on. that big, if hey, it's that guys, big. Hey, hold on, guys. Danny, you're... just turn the mic. What mm-hmm. Danny. Let's right. talk about it. Big man on the, on the mic. Uh, I think people care too much, to be honest with you. I feel like too many people get involved with wanting to know how big somebody else's fish is rather than. Yeah, your own fish, I think, is cool. But exactly. other people fish, yeah. who cares? What difference right, does it make? Right, like, man. if somebody's excited over a four-pounder, let them be excited over a four-pounder. Why the fuck does it matter if it's a 10? Like, yeah. if somebody said, oh, it's a 709. And you're asking for a scale pick, like, <laughs> let him fucking be. Like, yeah. who cares? But at like, the same time, okay, why wouldn't I just take a picture of the scale with the fucking shit? Because who because cares? this is new, bro. This is new shit you're talking about. This is new. Yeah. Like, Dude, yeah. Caesar grew I'm, up in the black and white days, bro. No. You'd have to, like, adjust the antennas yeah, on the back no, of the no, teeny. No, no, no. What I'm saying. I'm saying you had to remember your disposable you're camera what, in the Ziploc, in the Ziploc. I did that. And then get it developed. I did that. And then wonder which fish it was because you had 75 so, you're pictures. <laughs> you're 40? You're 40. No, I'm 39, yeah. I'm Jesus 40. Christ! So, so I seven, fishing at seventeen. 29. I was I was clocking pictures, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. I'm still and clocking pictures. Shoot, no, no, yeah, I, right? I mean, but but I didn't see have money photo to log. develop the fucking camera. So did you did you take pictures, Bobby? You know what? I did. Um, like, unlike your fucking punk ass son, <laughs> motherfucker. You know, jeez, I, I did, jeez. but it was the same thing. Guy. We we didn't have cell yeah. phones, you know, and it, and again it's. You didn't tell anybody. You just say, I got a good one. You certainly weren't going to tell anybody out here where it was because the culture 
and all the old time guys. Yes. You didn't tell anybody anything. And if you yeah. did, you were, yeah, yeah, you yeah. were scourge of the earth. If you told them where you caught the fish, you know, so why are you doing that? You know, and they would, they would get the old guys and I'm an old guy now, but some of the originals, like the D Thomas is some of the art, you know, art roll. And some of these guys are just, yeah. just Delta hammers oh. yep. that you didn't dare tell anybody where it was. And if you took a picture, you, you better have the right background on it. Oh, so nobody could tell. Yeah. So I got, I got a Delta question because there's a lot of people that are co-anglers that try to act like they're... Whoa, you know, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I'm throwing people under the bus. start with Phil. I got, I got a question. I got a question for my dad specifically. I got a, what? Let's hear it. Let's I got a question it. for my pa specifically here. Uh-oh. When it comes to fishing the back of the boat, are there any benefits to fishing those angles specifically? Is there anything that you look forward to as being a back of the boat angler in terms of tournaments? That's a gonna, horrible <laughs> one. No, I'm going to tell you right now. There absolutely is pluses for yeah. fishing in the back seat, especially with a crankbait, because you can get angles that you yeah. could never get from the front of the boat if you're a backseater. And I'm yeah. telling you, it's not a disadvantage. And Tanner's crazy because I fished the back of Tanner. I, that's, and, I and don't I, want that to get out. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm so, saying that. No, so you, so it, it's right true. Now. It's true. So it, it needs so, to be said. He would take the, the angles, right? And I would get, grab that frog and pitch it deep in the toolies. Pitch it deep in the toolies. I have a, a big frogfish picture that I'm still proud of that I was pitching it, pitching it, pitching it, pitching it out. Boom, eats it, and I, I I just told him today. I'm like, that's fish. If you want to fish tournament teams, hit me. I'm a great backseater. I know my role, and now I'm even better because I punch and I and I throw swim baits, and I'm I'm willing to chill in the back and take the angles. I think as a backseater, if anybody's yep. listening to this and they're wondering about tournaments, and you want to be a backseater. Yep. Do not worry about the what the. You, you watch the pro out of your left eye and look at what he's doing. Make sure you're not hitting the same pockets. But don't worry about the long cast or the right stuff. Or the first cast. I've made a, we made money in this. So it's, it's called the Yamamoto now. It was the Berkeley tournament. Me and Tanner fished the first year, right? And I had these spooks. We're throwing spooks. We're catching them on spooks, making money. I threw in. Roosh, ate the spook. He was catching them. I missed it. Set the hook wrong, right? We're going, and he, I'm throwing my swim jig back in there, and Tanner's like, dude, he missed it, bro. You fucked it up. You farmed it. Six casts back into the same spot. This fish eats the swim jig, and it was a five-and-a-half-pounder that made us like three, 400 bucks or something. Yeah. And so if you're the back seat, you could literally be throwing the same lure as the front guy with a different presentation, faster, slower, and be triggering bites. So, like, I wanted to say that because shit, man. Like, I'm I like the back seat. Hey, I'll run the net. Yeah, angles I'll, are I, crucial. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hey, crucial. a lot of my success. Yeah. Nobody knows this, but I usually have my co angler take the front of the boat because I'm all about the angles in the back. No, I'm just playing. I'm <laughs> <Yeah. totally laughs> let, let, let's go fishing as tomorrow, I, Phil. As I was saying that, I realized I could probably get DQ. You just have to get DQ. They're like, oh shoot, no. No, but it's real though. It's real. Like if you need an angle, like I'll be in my boat fishing. And they making a pitch, and then I'm like, "Yo!" And I'll run to the back of the the back deck of my boat, literally, and cast from the back deck of my boat by myself with my um, old Trex remote because I could drive from the back because the angle's better. 
and I have a longer cast or something. Hey, one comment. I know this is doubling back a little bit, but I think this is, uh, you asked a question earlier um, about, we were talking about fishing with people. Um, Again, Justin Lucas is one of my best friends. And uh, one of the things, if you think about his career, he fishes a co-angler for way longer than a lot of people thought he should. Because he was, he won five boats from yeah, the back, dude. right? But you know what? I tell everybody that gets, in, I said the only regret I have in bass fishing, and yeah, I still would say it's a regret. Is I jumped to the front probably sooner than I. Not that can I you didn't. Give, can you give people your tournament uh, background? What you do now, just in case they don't know. Who uh, you so are. Uh, okay, so on the Delta, I've got nine nine angler of the years on different team circuits. Um, and, uh, four years in a row, actually we're back to back to back to back right now. And, uh, I won two pro-ams on the Delta. I won an Angler's Choice pro in 2011, uh, one Bass pro in 2013, second in FLW in 2012. And then I probably, I don't know exactly, don't quote me on this, but I think I've made like 11 or 12 top 10 F, FL, between FLW and Wild West cuts. Um, and one, I mean... We just won a lot of tournaments, so so you do full time tournament like that's your shit right now. That's all you do. Yeah, uh, well, I actually, I'm part owner in a financial advisory practice. Okay, I'm really blessed in that it allows me to fish a lot, and most <laughs> of my clients are bass fishermen all over the country. So that's really cool. Is I get to fish 150 to 200 days a year and still have a full time career because my career it's kind of all in one. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. clients, I take my clients out nice. most of whatever. So, um, yeah, so. So in regards to that, and then I just started fishing. Um, that last year was my first full year of fishing. I've been dying for years and years to do it, but I didn't have the boat until this last year to fish away from the Delta. I'm still fishing the Delta. Actually, I had one of my most dominant years last year, but I was also fishing all the Pro-Am. So I think I fished 12 Pro-Ams last year, all the way from the U.S. Open Thanks. down at Lake Mead uh, to Clear Lake Shasta, FLW's Wild West. This year I'm doing all the Wild West Pro-Ams, all the FLW Pro-Ams, and then also the Apex. I don't know. If who's familiar with the apex or not, but it's 30 guys on the West, um, that I'm also involved in. So, and then I do probably 15 to the apex one's a big deal though, right? It is a big deal. And all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Nationally. Someone. So I listened to, uh, fuck. I think it was, uh, Mario. Mm hmm. Yes. Had one on there. Cicito. Uh, he had someone that fucking had, uh, Juan Acosta. No, that fucking response. I don't give a shit who they won. Uh, they're sponsored by Banquet, fucking Coors. Oh, he oh. had Matt Saavedra on. Yeah. Yeah, That's he's fucking sick. How did he get sponsored by fucking Coors Banquet? I don't know. Matt's a, good, a nice guy. Me uh, and Danny know yeah, him through Spiral Life. That's a sponsor he's, to have. Yeah, yeah, he's from Shasta. Dude, that's Matt's sick a great as guy, fuck, but dude. Yeah, yeah, he got he got picked up by Apex. I don't know um, the qualifying things, but the core is part of it. Banquet, he got his boat wrapped and shit. And I'm like, yeah, I seen him. We have seen him at the Wild West. I'll look. We have to get driving by. Yeah, it's part of the prerequisites for the tour. I didn't even um, want to get my boat wrapped, honestly. And, and I think, honestly, right. non-fishing sponsors are so welcome yes. to get in the sport. Oh, yeah. It's so smart. Do you whether remember when Fujifilm did it? Whether it's it? foods or what, yep. they can make so much money because we all look at yeah. each other's boats all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you, it's sunflower seeds or yeah. it's snacks or it's soda or it's even beer or whatever the right. case is. Oh, food. Food. Did it only great. beer, only beer. Look, at, look that, at what Rich that guy made me thirsty every time he drove by. has yes. done with the Uribe's. <laughs> yes. Look at how big. And they, Bridgeport, yeah. Bridgeford is great because, I mean, dude. they have all kinds of snacks. What do we do in a boat? A lot of times, especially when we're just out pre-fishing oh, or practicing, we're eating. Yeah. And we're yeah. having snacks. We're having yeah. drinks. You know, even yeah. water yeah. companies. Get, you know, get with the program, guys. Nutter Butters. 
Dude, it's like fifty-two <laughs> yeah. billion dollar a year. Snickers, they're in Brit, dude. Fucking Pacifico, dude. I saw that. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, that's, that's great, man. Wild, man. Good for him. I mean, yeah. And that's what these guys. You need to have these cross-referenced yep. sponsorships that are like not that, industry. If something like that happens, maybe it, it'll help push the rest of the industry to kind of like come into the fishing industry. Trust me, this like, industry yeah. could welcome any kind of free monies to, or or sponsor monies yeah. that you could get. It, it helps. It, it, it helps not only just the fishermen, but it helps whole industry. Yep, yeah. it really does. Yeah. And, and a whole, we're getting more and more fishermen now because of the COVID, COVID pandemic yeah. and stuff. We've got, we've sold more fishing licenses last year than we probably ever have. Nine million or something. It's like fantastic. Yeah. Get these kids yeah. out young. Get them out on the water. Enjoy what's out there. Right? There's yeah. so much there. Just go out and have fun. Yeah, yeah. Get, at, up, at, at whatever level you want to do. If you want to take a cane pole and sit on the bank and and Toss a cork and a and a worm. Do that. Yeah, screw There's swim nothing baits wrong with anything. that. There's not nothing Night wrong crawler. with that at all. Yeah. No? You'll evolve yeah. to swim baits. Dude, fishing is an addiction. <laughs> it is. And it's fun. Yeah, man. And you could you could get as crazy as you want, or you could be as simple as you yeah. want. That's what's so yeah. beautiful about it. You could have a million dollars or you could have zero dollars. That's right. And do this. Yep. Yep. And 100%. going back to that angle thing, um, on the Delta, I think I weighed, I don't know. I've weighed a lot of 10 to 11 pounders in team tournaments and not one of them was me. Not one of them. It was my, you were a good guide. It the was, a, it was my backseater. It was my, either my brother. Um, I had to ask that question for all you people back at yeah, home. That my listen my to this brother, juice. uh, you know, or, or the guy I was fishing with for that year or whoever, you know, my boss, um, we put them on a lot of big fish and it was all because of, I guess I, I, it was all because of the angle and it yeah. was because of realizing, Hey, I can keep this trolling motor away from this fish, drift this guy into right where that fish is at. Um, he's going to get bit and I'm going to be able to put that net right in there. Well, like how many times, you know, we talked about where you're, you're like the backseat guy wants to take your front seat cast. Like everybody wants that cast on the perfect right. point yep. and like get it. And they don't realize that you could, pick them up just right. making that flip i mean look at v thomas right well from the back of the boat too like a lot of people think that because you're the first one to a spot it means that you yeah. have the better advantage but in right. reality from the back of the boat from what my pops has always told me and that's the reason why i wanted to ask this question but from the back of the boat you are in the strike zone way longer than what the front of the boat is yeah and people think oh you know first person this first person this spot you have so much more of a probability of catching this fish, but it's not the truth. The longer you are in the strike zone is what gives you the bigger probability of catching this fish. I can't tell you how many more fish my dad has over 10 than I do, and he's fished more time out of the back of the boat that's than he has out of the front of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and let's be honest, that's not, uh, that's not a fabrication. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I've learned that <laughs> through well, him. Hey, let's let's let him talk. I had a good guide, though. I had a good, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's just really what it comes down to is, like, you have to – you have to take advantage of the position that you're in. Like you might get the first dibs as the front boater and the boater for that example. But from the back of the boat, you're in the strike zone so much longer than what the guy in the front is. I think it's yep. easy for us to say too. Cause like imagine, so, so check this out Delta podcast, right? When I moved here from SoCal, I would just like to fish and I love, and I turned into love to fish, but imagine going to the tournament and the guys you're fishing against are like Bobby Barrick and Chris ball. Dave Gleeby, yeah, D. Thomas, the yeah. inventors of flipping, 
And then, like, even, like, Schmitty and Andy Cuchilla and uh, Jimmy... R.I.P. Jimmy McBride. And these guys that lived on the Delta. Was it Mike Reynolds? Mike Reynolds. I caught Mike Reynolds. Dude, I caught Mike Reynolds in the back of Emerson driving back and forth with his his fucking outboard before a Bassmaster. What are you doing? Like, chopping up weeds. My my old team partner was telling me about this. Like, he's going back and forth up against his riprap right, making a lane. a lane against these weeds so next week he'd come back <laughs> and throw shit into it. And, like, 97, I moved to the, there was the Viper tournament. That was before these big tournaments. And it was huge. The huge one that tournament. Pops won. Yeah, the Bobby D won. It was, like, this giant 200 hey, boats, right? How many Hold boats on, was that, Bobby? Who won Bobby, it? how many boats was who that? Who won that tournament? Bobby there was, D. Yeah, and, and, and Mike Riddle's making lanes. <laughs> and you won that, though, Bobby. Yeah, yeah, we did. Me and a friend of mine, uh, Mike Rold, um, I had met him over at a boat show working at the Cal Palace. Uh, I was supposed to fish with another friend of mine that had just had his, I, at that time, probably his fourth back surgery. And he goes, just give me a minute, give me a minute, I'll be ready. I'll, you know, I said, okay, I'll fine, I'll, I'll, you know, whatever you want to do. You're pretty fishing on your own. Yeah, just, yeah, pretty home. much. And, and then... Uh, uh, as it turned out, he couldn't fish. So I, I decided, well, I'm, I'm just not going to fish then. So Mike says, hey, we'll fish with me. I says, all right, I've never fished with you before, but we'll, we'll fish together. And uh, that turned out to be a good deal. So we, That uh, was a huge tournament out here. Yeah, it was, it was the biggest tournament that I can recall. Um, to that time, there. right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and we only ended up winning by like three hundredths of a pound or something. It was really, really close. Uh, three-tenths of a pound, hey, something like that. how humble you are. You're like, we yeah. only did... If well, I fucking won something, I'd be like, "Look at this the, dick!" The, the funny, <laughs> the, I think, like, I think dude. the most, the the funniest part about the whole deal, we took off the first spot we we roll into, and and I got to tell this story because again, I never fished with this guy before, <laughs> so I pull up this spot and there's still boats still going by, and I go, "Get your flipping stick out." This is a flip spot. He goes, "Oh, I don't flip." I go, <laughs> "What the fuck?" Oh, okay, so I I make one flip with the jig. I caught an eight. I go, do you flip now? <laughs> and he goes, I will. Dude, back then, an eight was like fucking catching yeah, a yeah. world record. And, and while boats dude. are still going by, they're still launching. You and I, already, eight, I stuck an eight. Dude, dude the first eight back thing. then was fucking crazy in but the But we fished from here to Frank's, and just the bite kind of died out. We caught a couple more fish here and there. He goes, hey, I got some fish down south. I go, well, what's down south? So we yeah. ran down there. South, and huh? it's stuff that I hadn't fished, you know, before. And, and, uh, and so... We go down there and we start throwing a crankbait and just wailed on him. I'm standing, he's down in the boat culling and I'm catching more fish, flopping them over the side of the boat. I'm going, you know, we should save some of these for tomorrow because we were the only boat in this place. Yeah. And I'd never been in there before. So this was stuff that he'd found, stuff that he'd, he'd fished. <clears throat> and so we, he goes, I got four more places just like this. I go, hallelujah, man. Yeah. Yahtzee. You know? So, hey. so the next day, we, we, go, we go back and we have like a five or a seven pound lead, which was giant at that oh, time. Yeah, and I'm going, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is great. So he goes, let's just go. I go, well, let's not even stop here in, in Big Break. Let's just go run down to your stuff. Yeah. So we're an hour later and Tidewise and stuff goes. We go down there. And he goes, oh, my God. I go, what? He goes, we got no water. I go, well, let's go to some of the other spots. They're all going to be the same. I'm going, oh, no. <laughs> so what do we do? So we picked and scratched and finally caught a couple, and I'm looking at my watch, and I'm going, we got to get back. He goes, i got to hit one more spot. He sticks a five-pounder right at the end. We throw it in. I've got my life jacket on. 
his his uh, jig and everything is still. Or I think it was maybe it was a spinnerbait. It's in the live well with the fish still <laughs> attached to it, and we're going. And we and we barely made it back. Yeah. We didn't have much weight back then. It took two hours. Dude, I was gonna say that's yeah. a long yeah. fucking run. So, that's a it, long it took forever, run. and uh, we got back, and uh, we just knew that we had blown it. We really knew that we had blown it because we just didn't have. We had like yeah. fifteen pounds, and the day before we had twenty seven yeah. or something, you know. Um, and we got lucky, and then we squeaked it out. But it was close, so it was it was fun. I had a lot, and honestly, I've I've never I haven't fished with them since. Have you fished? With and we're good buddies. Ever? I talk to them all the time. We just never fished together since. What are you doing tomorrow? You want to show me those spots? <laughs> Have you fished with Danny ever? Oh yeah, yeah. As a partner? Ever? Yeah, we've we've hold fished. On, hold, on, hold, on. We've, hold on. Now, how? What kind of fishermen? First, First thing yeah, is no, 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 no. I'm gonna cut his mic off, Mike. Right. There, there's a difference yeah. between a Hello? tournament guy and, and and a big bait guy, and when you're you're the old guy <laughs> and you're a tournament guy, you want to catch a hundred fish in a day. He wants to catch one, or he wants to watch him swim behind it and see <laughs> and look at it. Did you see that one? Did you see that one? And and I'm oh. kind of going. No, he's not lying. So, so he would go out by himself or whatever. He goes, "Oh, I had all these fish following me." Go, how many did you catch? Well, none. I go, I don't want you as a tournament partner. <laughs> <laughs> so the difference between that was I said life. Yeah, well, let's it let's. It, let's, it really let's, is. It really is. Let's rewind back to the beginning of the podcast <laughs> when we talked about me leaving for paintball. So I left for paintball because I lost love for fishing straight up. And I know I've said that on the podcast before, but I, I came back, started fishing tournaments, and I, I found my love for fishing again. But what I realized once I met Caesar is that I was bored of, of conventional fishing. Well, for someone that's not bored of conventional fishing, your, your styles clash. So if your styles don't clash, you're fine. But if they do... Someone's fishing out of the back of the boat while you're throwing a big bait is not going to have a very fun time. Like, that's really just what it comes down to. And I think that's the reason why me and my pops have had, I wouldn't say a little amount of fishing time because we spent a decent amount of water. You won't throw like a regular bait? Like I will. Yes, he I does. will. Yes. All the time. He I will. throw big baits. Hey, I hang bait. Hey, yeah, no, I hang bait. Say he's a bait I, hanger. I, catch, a bait hanger. I throw he's a drop shot. Really good with a drop hey, shot, and then he I throw, all the I throw a drop oh, shot. Ninety-seven point. Hey, I throw I'm, a drop I'm shot. Like, I'm talking big baits, like six ounce plus. That's hey, bro, that's about. not a six big bait. That's plus. a mongo bait. Six ounce plus. I throw plus. toxic baits about. majority of the time. No, he does. I'm saying. Phil, how important is it to have a good partner? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 
Very good. There very, you go. Very, very yes. <laughs> and, and I was that until I realized that I was hey, bored how with bad conventional. Is it to have uh, Danny's apartment. Horrible. No, no, it's fucking horrendous. Me and Danny never fish together. We made money every time we fish together. We so. have. And yeah. and Caesar likes to post uh, pictures holding up the peace sign, and he looks like he's not even from this planet. So uh, we're like, Dude, whatever. Let's, let's make it's fun love. with it. It's all love. Dude, me and Caesar like to go love. out and and fish, oh, and we like to have a good time in the two hours of daylight that we have left. No. Get out of here with this guy. Oh, come on. Don't lie to me. Three hours of daylight. Let's let's go with that. We like to get out at 3.30 in the afternoon and have three hours That's of daylight. That's because I work like a human. Well, yeah, I don't. I'm a union worker. So yeah. whenever the time's up, I'm up. It don't matter how much I got done. I'm, I'm <laughs> fucking done with it. But this, uh, goes, this all goes back to enjoying fishing, yeah, fishing however you want to do it. Dude. That's it the whole deal. Enjoy yeah. it however you want to do it. You know what's great about the it. Delta, too? Like, I was in Tahoe, and I hit Tanner. I, I mean, I hit Daddy up, and I'm like, yo, I've been in fucking Tahoe for a week I'm coming home dude the tide's right what's up and he's like let's go we hop in the boat we go out for like two hours we don't catch nothing last cast of the day I'm like hit this spot dude they've been loaded on this mud hump go up I I, I pull a nine like boom I hit like I hit him right I'm like cast in there Danny they're in there and I reel it in we did it we're laughing and then he didn't catch nothing so I get of the, course I get in the troll Never. motor. I, get, I don't catch shit. I get in the troll because the real truth is like the delta, right? We're talking about delta. There's this mud hump, and it's probably the size of mm, two Volkswagens, maybe. It's only three feet, two feet tall off the bottom. It's like a plateau of two feet, and it's two Volkswagen bugs big. There's a crack that goes through the middle. I knew where crack. the crack was. I know where because yeah, yeah. It's South- God damn it! In South Coast, right? Phil is all about it. In South Coast, I'm gonna give away our spots. Yeah, and there's crawdads crawling all over this thing. Don't tell them what color it was. Bright red. Yeah, yeah. So shit. So I go Phil, and I can see you mark my map, I see these fish, and I can't get them to trigger. Well, when me and Danny were fishing, we go back in. And I look at this cove, and it's 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 like almost white caps. And I'm like, oh, they're fucking good in there, right? So I knew where the crack was. He didn't. I made the cast, caught the nine, put it in the boat. He's like, no, there's nothing in there. I circle around. One more cast. Boom, like six and a half. Eats the next cast right on the thing. I already had one that was eight and a half that day. Because whoa, 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 she whoa, 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 whoa. three. We're talking to you. We're talking to him. No, no, no. no, no. Your mic off? But because it was a matter was of not your mic off. We top. weren't catching shit that whole day up until yeah. that. But that's how it works. Be- because she was there. like, And it was like, I swear to God, if you would have missed the, the cast... By five feet to other side, there's no way either one of those fish no. would have bit. You just knew. And I seen the fish. Yeah. He knows the spot because it's obvious it's like a two Volkswagen with the with the crack. And there's crawdads. I had um like a big crawdad imitation. I don't remember what it's called. It's huge though. And I was pitching it in, there's like six pounders staring at it. And I'm like looking at them. Go ahead and eat it. Nothing. <laughs> but I came back when I knew they were there and the wind yeah. was blowing. And it, you know, and it converted because when we went out, it ended up that that the tide was right and the wind was right and the window was right on the delta. Boom, boom, boom. They're there. And I told him like, it's the angle. It's the angle. He didn't have the visualization in his head to know where to cast. But even if you have the window, imagine if you knew the ten minute window and you missed the cast by five feet either side. Yep. It's a ghost. Hey, town. my accuracy hey, on cast isn't that bad. I'm just shut letting up. that know. Hey, so th- this is a Delta Roundtable, right? Podcast. I want to yeah, say yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. say something that that as we were talking, it just Bill's popped in my head. Talk. The reason I think 
some of oh, the shit. best fishermen, uh, Mark Daniels, Justin Lucas, a bunch of them, yeah. uh, have come out of the Delta, is what body of water can you win a tournament on seven-pound test, six-pound test on a drop shot, uh, 65, 70, 100-pound braid on a frog, Crazy a wake man. bait, a chowder bait, a huddleston, uh, every reaction bait known to man, every flip bait, every punch bait, every technique you can win on the Delta. So not only, you know, a lot of fisheries you go to, it's only finesse. It's or it's only clear water, right? The Delta, you have dirty water, you have stained water, you have clear, you have ultra clear. You have on the same day. And check this out. And you have all the different structures of from, you know, Thule's rocks and all that. But I, something else that popped in my head why I think Delta fishermen uh, if you're not, D-, D. Thomas always said, if you can learn two bodies of water, you can be the best fisherman in the country. Comanche in the Delta. Yes, sir. One of the, one of the reasons, and he said Damn, it. He said dude. it to me for 15 years, and I, I'm really close with D. And he's said it a hundred times over and over. But I think one of the things that the Delta teaches you too is th- what I notice about the Delta that's different than any other body of water that I've ever fished is like I was just at Shasta, I was at Mead, I was at Clear Lake and stuff. Those fish will chase pretty far. They don't do that on the Delta because there's tide. Ever. So what does that teach you? They teach you that angles and your windows are small. I'm not talking about even your tide windows. I'm talking about how far that fish will move to eat your bait. They will not move far like they do on lakes, okay. like flat out because of current and flow and tide. Predators. And, 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 ambush. Yeah, yeah, ambush. Yeah, yeah. And stripers ambush. and seals and, you know, all that stuff. Uh, so, so the Delta teaches you precision of angles your windows are five foot windows you go to you know i go to shasta you can pull a fish out 40 feet away you can't do that so but but the advantage of that is when i go to shasta that i can get that i better i rather have a fish area that teaches me that i got to be so perfect on everything to get that fish to bite and then go somewhere that's a lot looser than vice versa right if you're naturally in a in a body of water that has a looser fishery or fish will come 40 feet Mm -hmm. you you never really learn that I, like when I tell you that if I miss a cast by two feet, I have zero confidence of getting and catching a fish on the Delta, yeah. two feet, 12 inches sometimes. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, ah, no, zero chance. Even on clearly. But if, but if, but if you, but if, so I think the Delta teaches you, um, not only do we talk about earlier the tides and the windows and, and paying attention to all the details. And I, I love it because you brought up Jack and I, I fished with Jack a couple times. And I love it because I just, you know, Jack will talk about. Oh, like, fuck Jack now. I don't like No, that Jack will talk about. <laughs> Jack, hey, Jack, will ta- didn't, Jack didn't show up. He hey, fuck he's coming later. pretty quick. But credit, he's credit he's to Jack. He's playing though. golf. Hey, look, I love hanging out. I've only he? fished with him a couple times, but like, you know, Jack and I love, I love. Jack and Chris and, and, and Bobby, I've got to spend a lot of time with. I talk to Bobby on the phone all the time. And, and Chris and Jack, I've sat in their garage back in the day for many hours and out five hour nights. And it's so cool because Chris, you know, Chris Ball's been around for a long time with Bobby Barrick partner. And then Jack has kind of come up under that. But but when you hear him talk about like, man, the squirrels are starting to move on the trees. <laughs> like, or oh bro, look at the, over there, you know, and, really? and that, just that taking really it. Low. So so I learned I learned fifteen Almond years trees ago. Trees blossoming, stuff like really? that. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Big I, tree. Hey, look. Big. I learned this fifteen years Big. ago. No, eighteen years ago now, because I was like fifteen. But when a guy went out with this guy and he said he was talking about the cows and he said, Look, all the cows are laying down or all the cows are standing up today and, and, and how you correlate that. And something I figured out on my own, one of the few things that like I figured out when I was super young that was really cool because Mother Nature tells you a lot more. If people will start to tune into Mother Nature is I know I'm giving a big secret away here. It's not really whatever, yeah. but that on stripers, 
I don't even – I love striper fishing. I know Tanner catches monsters too, and, and it's, it's just a, it's a super passion of mine. But I don't even need to fish for stripers, and I'm giving a big clue away here, until the blackbirds show up. I, I know. I know. I learned this on my own, and it was years and years and years of fishing, and I would try to get them real early in the year. And you can catch, you can catch stripers 12 months a year here. But when they really got thick – was when the blackbirds showed up in the fall. Because of spider webs. Because yeah, of flying and, spiders. And the flying spider webs. The flying so, spiders. So I know, I, I don't even, so every year is different, right? Because it's not that they show up every year in September or August or October. It's It changes, right? Because the weather changes. The weather's different. The, the temperature of the water is different. Rain years are different. But I know when they're going to show up. Because when the blackbirds start to show yeah. up and they just start to show up, the stripers just start to yeah. show up. The flying when spiders, the, remember the, that, everybody that's listening right. to this. When that's the bla- that's when, what they like to when, no, but but no, no but it's, not it's, necessarily. It's, it's not. It's a migration. It's a migration. The spiders are flying. It's a sign. It's a sign from nature. Correct. It's a sign from nature. And 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 fish are the same way. They follow those same thing. All nature does, right? It's so, a migrational pattern. Correct. So when the blackbirds start showing up every year, I literally, I, I tell you that, like, with a hundred percent confidence, because I've done it for over twenty years now. When I go out there and I'm like, huh, I wonder if I should start fishing for stripers yet. And it's maybe late August. Because some years they could get yeah. they can get really good as, as it's soon early as or late it's late. August or whatever. Right? It could, it, there's a yeah, two-and-a-half-month yeah. window from when they start showing up. I don't need to even go out and fish to find out. I just need to know, oh, the blackbirds are here. And then all of a sudden they'll be in the millions where you look overhead, millions Dude. and millions You're of like, blackbirds. I'm good to go. And that's when, oh, the, it's on fire. Yeah, fish with the bird hunter. When I started so, fishing with Tanner and I didn't even know that, we'd be out in the water, right? And we fishing, fucking throwing whatever, fucking. We're nerds, dude. We're fucking nerds. Tanner did tile. Oh God, what is that right here? Tanner did dial, and I did fucking concrete. So we did did whatever we wanted. You know what I'm saying? We like worked half the day, fished the rest, right? So me and Tanner are on the fucking on the water, all the time. I'm not a bird hunter. I'm not a hunter. We're out there, and we're on this island, and these birds overhead on the delta. We have crazy birds like crazy like flocks and over this island because we grow rice and different shit tanner goes what the fuck bro and there's just birds just all these crazy noises some type of ducks yeah. i don't fucking know you know i'm not a duck hunter <laughs> which there, there was, were right? coots there were coots nah, there were mud ducks knows, there right? were coots i broke them with my nose i've killed them with my face right? i remember this but but the key was fuck the birds. Nature goes off. Nature goes off in those hours. Like so, there's these bite windows, tide, moon. When the fish are biting, the frogs are chirping, the birds are flying, the fucking muskrats are eating. Everything's happening, and I never picked up on that until I fished with Tanner, and he's like, "Yo, check these birds out. We ain't catching shit. We're on the wrong program, homie." Like, these fools are going off. Like, like nature is happening, and we're not catching anything. So I think, I think the worst— We're doing the wrong thing. Like, birds are chirping. Frogs are chirping. Fucking muskrats are eating. Raccoons are eating crawdads. Where the fuck? Dude, minks, you muskrats, muskrats, raccoons. Oh, yeah. All fuck that. Yeah. If they're so, moving— What the fuck, man? The what, fish are moving. What people spend people spend the most time looking at the calendar is what the problem is. Nah, look yeah. at nature. So people the look birds, at, well, exactly, but people everything. look at the calendar and think, oh, summertime's here. Well, not necessarily. So if if the seasons aren't translating to that exact day, it doesn't matter. So people always spend this time looking at the calendar thinking, oh, summertime starts in June. 
No, it doesn't. It could. Or it it, could it very well could. could it very well July. could. Exactly. But people look at a calendar thinking that they need to be fishing a certain way, but that's not exactly how it's supposed to be. And I'm going to go on record right oh, now. Here he goes. Here Hold we on. go. No, no, no. Hey, you guys Wait, can send me. Dad, like, hey, I'm saying idiot. this with confidence, too. I'm going to go on record and say that the toughest body of water to figure out is the California Delta. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody has to say. If And going back to what Phil whoa, said. Whoa, 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 whoa. Would, hey, would, would D. <laughs> Thomas told him, because I've been told the same thing from D., if you can figure out Lake Comanche and you can figure out the California Delta, you can fish anywhere. I 1,000% agree with that. Because the California Delta is so hard to figure out because there's so many variables. Yeah. Yeah, I don't and there's so you. many what things that tie think? into it. Hey, so, what, is, yeah, what is Bobby D. Think? I agree 100%. D. said that Comanche is, has got any kind of structure that you can imagine. It's got rocks. It's got wow. creek channels. It's got any kind of structure that you're going to encounter in any lake that you fish. It's spotted bass. And it's got spots. It's got large. It's got a few smallies still in it. Not very many. But uh, uh, you learn to fish Comanche because of all the different structure types. You can fish anywhere. And another thing, too, on top of that is by the time it's said and done, like, if you can figure out tides, like, you're, you're already a step ahead of the game. So, like, going back to what Phil said when it comes to Clear Lake. Clear Lake is another body of water that translates into the Delta. Whether or not you don't have tides, I, get, I, I understand that. So you have a body of water that doesn't have tides, but for whatever reason, my dad's always been one of those people that's always preached this, but when it comes to Clear Lake, you can pattern a bite from the Delta and translate it into Clear Lake for whatever fucking reason that is. It's something weird. If I'm catching fish on a black and blue jig flipping, I I can go up Clear Lake and do the same thing. I think more so in the past than now is if you, uh, this is, maybe somebody would call me wrong on here, but I, I I think if you look at most Clear Lake bass or northern strain bass, there's the northern strain is way. That's why everybody goes, they're so aggressive, and they're so fat, and they hit so hard. That's because they're northern strain, mostly. If you look at their mouths, right, they have small mm-hmm. mouths. They have small heads, they're, they're too. Smaller. Back in the day, Football, especially so. in Bobby D's day, like 74 years ago. <laughs> at least. Jeez. Bill's getting it. I'm glad like, you gave me a chair with, <laughs> with wheels on it. He is like 85. I yeah. God damn. No, I just playing. But, uh, no, but, but back in the day, the Delta was dominated by northerns then when i got into the game it there was uh it was it was very interesting when i got into the game on the delta because there was areas of the delta where that were purely northern yeah so if you went way south or if you went or if you went west it was only northerns it's not really like that anymore it's it the northerns have really almost been i don't want to say completely breeded out there's there is definitely a few areas left but where it used to be maybe Uh, maybe a 70 percent florida's to or that florida mix to yep. a 30% strictly northerns. Now, you know, guys know that if they used to run way south or way out to Big Breaker Sherman back in the day, they were fishing for northerns. Yeah. Now you're not. Now it's Sher- Sherman I think and Florida. We have our own Big mix. Breaker mostly yeah. uh, Florida's. But, but my point is, I think that's why it translated well, was because those are two bodies of water that were that's more northern fish. They, they had similar and, fish. Yeah, and northern strains are easier. Yeah. They're simpler. Well, they're they more introduced aggressive. at the same time. The F1s were probably introduced probably, about the same Yeah, I'm not time. really well, familiar with all that stuff. But I don't think it was easier. But I think they Northerns? are, yeah, the Northerns, I don't think they're easier. I think they're just. They're not as they're, moody. They're not they're as moody. moody. Yeah, they don't they're not right. as moody. They, it, it's the, the, yeah. the, the, the water temperature drop isn't as. Yeah, Florida's uh, are like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. get a two or three degree water right. temp drop and they're Yeah, done. our favorite, they high pressure, Florida's. low pressure, yeah, I don't eat. care, I'm eating. Yep. No, it is most of, right. <laughs> most of the delta now is all Florida. Yeah, all yes. Florida's. Yep. It, but right. it, but even like it's not the hybrid though. Yeah, like right. they bred the hybrid out. I think the yeah. northerns that were the hybrid, 
got bred out a little bit. Right. It's more northern. No, it's right. more Florida now. So, it's not- so, so back in the day when I first started, the the majority of the Delta was the hybrid yeah. breed. Yeah. And then the far corners were the northerns. Now... It's mostly all Florida. It's homogenized. Yeah, and, and it's it's everything is just con- going more Florida. But you see that right. like Florida. Right. A lot of the fish I see have have small heads and big bodies. Like yep. we have it. I think we're in like a lull of genetics. Like you know what I mean. Like we're we're instead of creating like um, little guys and big guys. Right. We're creating like all linebackers. Yeah. Just monsters. We're not creating kickers well, well, look, and look linemen. Look at the, look at the structure. Guys. Yeah. That's changed out here. Yeah, yeah. That it, over the last twenty years, all weeds. Exactly, right. all weeds. Exactly. It, when you get something like that, thank you. growth rates go yes. way up. Yes, because there's a lot of food available. I, you know, because you've got little fry that can that can stay alive. You yeah. know, because they can hide in that. I stuff. talk about like right. the '90s. I remember '99, 2000. Um, yeah, Phil and his wife, Phil and Carol. Mm-hmm. Yep. They were punching the rod strainer one ounce jigs. Hey, hey, hey. Rod Strainer was the only one I knew that made the one ounce yeah, grass jig. And that was like a big Florida thing. Well, punching out here wasn't as big. Right. And I remember trying to put those one ounce jigs in the weeds. And I wouldn't even put it in the mat. I would see these mats and they would have these big, uh, you know, they'd have these big uh, jigs and they'd be flipping them. And I was like, I'm flipping them too. But they're flipping them directly into the mat, and I didn't really understand the change that was happening. Even now, I love flipping jigs, Bobby D jigs. I grew up on those. But it, the only time I honestly flip them is like February, March, because we just, I have the weeds and the water clarity. That's the whole thing. We don't have the stained water like we used to because yes. those weeds have oh, yes. filtered everything out. It's Chartreuse really changed that, that jig bite out here. Dude, Dude Chartreuse of Blue hey. used to be my shit. And I'm telling you what, I would much rather catch them on a jig than anything else. Yes. If I'm going to flip something yes. in the water, uh, give me a yes. jig. That jig bite that, uh, for anybody that has not known uh. or hasn't been around the Delta, the Delta is nowhere. It's not even, not only is it not as good. It's not even. It doesn't even look the same as it nah. did two, 12 years. Bobby D's time and it, when I was starting, it yeah. was a flipping stained water. Yeah, spinner four baits, to nine pound yep. freaking yep. fish everywhere. Now it's always clear. Dude, uh, it's you can't catch them on a jig to save your life. And I don't even. I don't even own a jig in my boat. Nine. Dude, I, dude, I have them because I caught so many big ones, but yeah, I'm telling past, you, yeah. February, March. Oh, I know. Yeah, February, and, that, March. and that's pretty much Back it. Really, you're yeah. right. And if I, I don't fish north, but if I fish north, I, I notice they get a lot of muddier water because the, the When's the, the lakes, last time either one of you guys have thrown pork? Right. I, hey, I don't think <laughs> right. it's more effective. I tried it. I, I came I through that pork. era. I do, too. I came through that era, <laughs> and I don't believe it gets more bites. Uncle Josh is making pork again. Bacon's my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, I love, I love bacon. bacon too. So the pro, the, I used to use. I know everybody loved the Uncle the Josh. The pro cut. The, it was that. No, no, no. It, it was, was not the, the Uncle Josh. It the, was the Hank the, Parker one that nope, you like. I used the other one. It was a pro pro procure. No. What was it called? It I remember not, it was called. It was not the Uncle Josh. They had it the hook. Way soft. They had it the hook. Oh yeah. They had it the hook. Hey, you could make your own. Oh, bro, I've done that. Hey, I still got. I've done that. You can make your own. It's way more. And I, I swear to God, I never caught more fish on that. I love pork. No, but but I mean, but just like fishing, right? Who cares bud. if you put, no. dude? I know people that literally catch sturgeon <laughs> that are a, a hundred <laughs> plus pounds on cinnamon gummy bears. What? Uh, That's a hundred percent facts. No cinnamon. kidding. Uh, cinnamon gummy bears on a hook. They catch sturgeon. GMOs too, huh? Whatever it is, they catch it. So when, dude, I 
This kid caught a 10-pound largemouth next to a houseboat where people were partying, partying at Mandeville Island with the fireworks going off, casted a hot dog out, 10-pounder. On a hot dog and a hook. Oh my gosh! Ten pound largemouth. How about a that child, for a pattern? A child. Talk so, about Phil's favorite spot. Here. So when people, <laughs> so when people talk <laughs> about like you beers. have to have this, you have to have that. I I don't think there's any frames or or handcuffs on fishing or what you can catch them on. Yeah. Like when you catch a ten pound largemouth on a hot dog chunk. <laughs> You yes. never know. You can catch we me are on a talking hot dog. about the Delta. I'm just going to throw it out there because I never fish for catfish anymore. The best catfish bait on the Delta is hot dogs sliced down the middle, about half inch chunk. Please don't microwave microwave for 30 seconds. If you have to microwave it because it brings the oils out. No, I'm I am not. Dude, I'm, no, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. No, no, I'm listening. No, wait a minute. No, hold on. You 30 guys seconds. No, look, you guys are you guys are laughing. Yeah. I am promise you. I grew up catfishing on the Delta in a oh, super OG. He's been dead. He actually died on the Delta. He his boat flipped like 20 something years ago. He taught me in my grandpa's houseboat. A hot dog by itself is garbage. If you microwave it for 30 seconds and then you can even put them in a plastic bag for like three hours, they the oils come out. I can't. Yeah. I know we're talking yeah. about catfish. Right? Dude, I'm, I'm telling you right Boy, now. Dude, I'm I'm caught I'm so in. many giant catfish on this Delta 20 years ago. <laughs> bro, I'm in. bro, I'm serious about this. Is hey, Delta Phil, you tripping, Phil? Bro, I, bro, I, I will literally right use Velveeta cheese. Hey, anybody use Velveeta cheese against anybody who's listening right now? I just gave straight game. Sauerkraut and mustard or chili dogs? Straight. What did you have nope. on those hot dogs when you fucking dropped uh, up for that no, catfish? It, it was just original. Dude. The I forgot Ball what the park? brand is. But dude. thank you, ballpark ball or, or nope. Casper's? No, look, <laughs> there's a difference. Ballpark. We used to Costco? get the ball. Nope, just ballpark. <laughs> Thirty seconds. Put it on a hook. Hey, you will catch the biggest catfish you like. Will he take Did, a shot? No. No. Nope. Hey. <laughs> Hold on. I, I, I quit drinking when he was born. You've never drank since I should drink. I was created yeah. when he was yeah. drunk. Yeah. So he stopped yeah. drinking. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say yeah. that. That's where I was getting. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Enough Bobby, of that. Have you drank since he's been born? No. Yes. Just last I mean, time a beer drank. here and there well, once in a while. Well, maybe once or twice a year. Once he realized Danny was created after a lot of alcohol, <laughs> yeah. he stopped drinking. He had to drink. What hey, the hell when he have found I done? out the positive test, he had to drink, of yeah. course. I mean, when that Jeez. day comes for me, I'm, I'm 37 years old. So if I ever have a kid. If hey, I ever have wait, a kid. Wait, wait, wait. How the fuck old are you? I'm 39. And, and a half. He's like 31. He's 24. Yeah. He's living his life through my Dude, what through the my fuck? Podcast. You're not 37. My best <laughs> friend's fucking 47 years old. I got to live life. 47? <laughs> I don't even know what he is. How old are you, Cease? How old are you, dude? Cease, how old are you? He's 27. He said his best friend. I don't even know what he's hold talking on, about. Hey, I have a BFF, I'm going right? to cut you off right now. Bobby, how old is he? 31, I think. <laughs> Fucking cunt. Bobby, 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 hey, look at me, I'm 37. Bobby, ah. he doesn't even remember his middle name. Oh, shit. Hey, hey what's daddy's middle name? Gail. <laughs> it, it's, oh, God. You it's James. <laughs> ish. Just go ish. Do we say this? Huh. Oh, it's not video, name? dude. It's not a good name, Gail. It's a good name. It's oh, Gail. Wait, wait, wait. Are you Gail's cool. Wait, hold on. No, it, it's James. James. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Delta. Eight. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Oh, hate the Vikings. <laughs> the Vikings gonna hate me, dude. After this, dude. Delta podcast. Roundtable hasn't even did about the Delta. Are we gonna talk right. about the Delta? Sheesh. Right. Do you want? What do we gonna talk about? Sheesh. Time of year. The, Sheesh. the evolution of the Delta is crazy, though. If you think about it, <laughs> no, it's right. No, it is. Growing it is. up, growing up, oh. when I was 12, 12 to fourteen, fifteen, probably. No, nah, twelve that, to two thousand five. The Delta had no weeds. Mm. Zero weeds. Oh yeah. Zero Lydia. Zero hydrilla. There was no such thing as Lydia. hyacinth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, hyacinth. There was no such thing as yeah. any of yeah. that. That yeah. and there was no the, such thing as ten pounders either. Right. No, there was not. Right. So yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Look at the correlation. Two thousand. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And 100%. As, as I got older and got better at fishing, I can remember these the older guys looking at me like, "You're, what do you mean, Tanner? You're looking at these fish." You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm, I'm but seeing thing these fish. You, I want to talk about is stripers. I'm seeing these stripers. fish. In the, okay. And stripers are a whole other deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? It, if yeah. It, stripers are a whole hey, other monster. On. If Quick you're going to chase stripers, Quick you're question. chasing stripers. I, I, you're I not really chasing one. bass. Just say yes or no. Do you eat your striper the uh, over 15 pounds? No. Oh. Caesar. Uh, if, it, if, if the if time's right. Over 15? over 15? Hold on. No way. Check it out. Check it out. Caesar's never caught one over 15, so he doesn't know. <laughs> that's why he's, that's why he's Jeez. so long right now. Jeez. That's the answer the question. If you really want to know the facts, this question is designated towards Phil and Tanner. No, 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 if you really want to know the facts, is I don't, I'll keep, if I want to eat a fish, I'll keep a largemouth, a spotted bass, a striper. I don't even fuck. A striper, tacos. He eats carp 100%. all the time, bro. Carp, carp, carp balls. No, yeah, we've carp had, I've had carp tacos in his house. Carp balls, baby. <laughs> yeah. I, I love carp. Golden no. dragons of the Delta. They're the golden dragons of the Delta. I'm going to go back on record and say I fucked off a 60-pounder for C's. Hey. Because I did. The carp. But 100%, 100%, if I was chilling, if I'm, if I'm hanging out with my fam and I don't want dinner, I'm not keeping any striper, any size. If... You said, hey, we're having the Cast and Crank podcast. We should have fist tacos. I'm keeping 30, 40, 80 He'll pounders. He'll fist I don't care you. about none of that tacos. shit. Like, because the fist truth is. tacos. Throw them because, out there on that Blackstone and let them rip. Yes. <laughs> because the truth is, I believe in my right as a fisherman to keep any fish yep. I would like. No, I agree 100%. And it's within yeah, sure. my right to keep these fish. Yep. And if people want to argue with me, I've released tons of fish. Yep. And the truth is, I've never got a fish over 30 pounds that's a striper, but 10 to 20? No problem. Plethora. So if I decide to keep one, I'm not going to feel guilty. If I keep, if I lose a big one, if I lose a big one, largemouth, and he dies, in the, in the bass raider. it goes. Have I ate a largemouth? Yes. I've ate a largemouth, spotted bass, smallmouth, all that shit, tacos. When I go to my homie's house in the south, Hold we on. eat them all. <laughs> When's the last time you ate a large mouth? <laughs> a large mouth? Last time I ate a mud pie was like six. I was six. 
five. I was six, maybe. You ate a large mouth when you were six. No, I had a bud pie when I was six. Same taste. No, but when's the last time you ate a large mouth? He's about to eat one Christ. tomorrow because well, he asked me years. to save one of the four pounders I caught today in the How tournament. Yeah, what, past few years? <laughs> Dude, that's just going to hey. be stale compared hey, to Skeeter. <laughs> like, for real. I'll fry them up. I'm hey, being 100% I real, right? Stripers. I'm being 100% oh, I get real. It. I get it. I'm being 100% real. If you go to Lake Shasta, right? You go to Lake Shasta. I ate spots last week, two weeks ago. If you go to Lake Shasta. Hey, look. You get mm, spots. Mm, good. Hey, look, I Eat was them. pre-fishing for the uh, oh, oh, oh. Wild West. That's just real, man. Wait, 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 wait. So next is Phil. Uh, <laughs> How do you become one with the fish? Fuck. You eat segregation. Hold on. I'm He's not I'm the fucking host. He segregated my shit, Listen. Man. Okay, Phil. What a murderer he Phil, uh, have you ever ate a spotted bay bass? Spotted bay bass. What am I saying? Spotted bass. Spot you got me fucked up. You got me fucking. This is the worst podcast ever. Have you ate a striper? Horrible. I've ate hundreds of stripers. Uh, I okay. Personally, I generally don't keep them over ten pounds. So I catch a lot. Of, I can eat them at will. I and I do eat them. So I've actually had a little bit of flack because when I go striper fishing uh, in the fall, I usually keep my limit. I take a lot of people out. I introduce a lot of kids, old people, people that aren't into fishing, and we usually will keep our our limit now. When I tell you that, see, one thing about me is if I tell you I caught a 1002, I caught a 1002. If I tell you I caught 209 stripers, which is the best I ever had, I caught 209 stripers. So I count. Like, I'm, I hate when people exaggerate. But one of the things is I do, I love to take people out and I love to show them how to clean fish. I hate cleaning them. I love to show people how to do it, especially because when I take people out striper fishing, I'm, I'm about to be on that tip hey, look, right there, bro. I'm introducing. I'll show you how to do it. Look, I'm introducing. I'll eat more electric fish. fillet knife. That's all I gotta say. But uh, the I learned that last year. Wow. No, but I love to introduce people to the sport of fishing and uh, striper fishing, and uh, and uh, I keep stripers, but I don't keep them over ten pounds. All right. So like, I might go out and catch a twenty pounder. We'll let him go, and then we'll keep a seven pounder. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'll, I do keep... And then I, I've never ate a largemouth, but I have eaten spotted bass. We were at Lake Shasta a couple weeks ago. See, you fucked me up. We, said, we, went, we went pre-fishing, and we caught a couple. And my buddy that I went with pre-fishing, we cupped him. We He Motel 6. He filleted him up at the Motel 6 and and cooked him in there at the Motel. He got the handicap. Okay, I didn't man. learn this. If you ever go to a motel or hotel, I guess we get the handicap. Holiday. Yeah, I think it might have been. But if you, you guys get are the so handicap... Hey, if you get the handicap oh, doll, you tell, get an oven. Oh, tell, oh, and we cooked in a stovetop, and we cooked them up. We cooked a couple spotted bass up. Yep. And you better believe I was looking in the stomach and seeing what they were eating, and yep. I found a little yeah. color of the bait that they were eating at Shasta. Yep. And I went out Capitalized. Yeah, so, you know. Hey, were they spawning? Nah, not Phil didn't have fried eggs up that yeah, Robo PB&J, <laughs> and he ate that shit on the side like it was nothing. I always have something to say about that because – like, I totally, if people knew me, I release everything. I don't even like fish. But when people get offended about people keeping fish, I'm like, yo, check yourself, dog, because that's why we do this. If the government thinks that we ain't keeping any fish for harvest, they'll put another stranglehold on us. Yep. Like, you guys are just doing this for fun? You guys are just catching yeah, fish for, for having fun. fun, you know? Yeah, for real. Like, but I really no, no, believe that, dude. I got to hey, raise his hand, hand. Hey, very politely. I really believe that. I got this. Look, this is a Delta podcast, so I'm trying to center it. I got a question. Yeah. I got a question for all five on the table. Okay. No more than 30 seconds. What is the big? What is the bait that you can now? You can catch a 15 pounder on the Delta probably on any bait, but if I had to pick one bait on. The Delta to catch the biggest fish, regardless of time of year. Look, no, 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 no. Look, 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 look. Let's go. 
Caesar. Eight. You got 17 seconds Rat. left. Rat? I say frog. Largemouth? Yeah. Cinco. No, shut Damn. up. Straight up. Lying. I'm going Tanner straight up. definitely I'm lying right Cinco. now. Cinco. Tanner's lying. I'm going Cinco. with the yeah, Shiner. A, a live bait? Oh, yeah. A live bait? A live bait or artificial? Hey, you too, live bait. Live bait or artificial? Artificial. Well, God damn it. Because I've been on Okeechobee and I've floated a shiner before and it caught me a two-pounder and I wasn't too excited you got about it. nine seconds left. I'm going to say, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna be a copycat and I'm going to say a frog, but if I didn't, if I couldn't say the exact same thing, I'd say a fucking Senko. Hold on. Now, Bobby. All the fish over 10 that I've caught, but one, have been on a crankbait. Oh. Yeah. Like and I, but let me ask I you this, he was going But let me ask you this, Bobby. Whether, regardless of what you've caught or not, and that's a great, that is a great call because I've caught a lot of big ones on yeah. crankbait. Yep. Actually, my biggest fish ever on the Delta was on a crankbait. Yep. 11, mine, 11 mine as well. Yeah. That's kind of embarrassing. I wish I did not mean to say that. I slipped up. I, I did not mean to say that. I'm embarrassed. Hey, I'm a lot of accomplishments on the Delta, but I'm embarrassed that my biggest fish. No, I'm embarrassed. Yo, because all the greats, the guy sitting next to me. He's got a 15. He's the best. You need to start a podcast. Phil's the best fisherman I know ever. Okay, but I haven't caught a fish over. Well, I've hooked a couple. I've hooked. I hooked one. Look, we all want to talk about the stories of woulda, shoulda, coulda. I lost a a 13 to 16 in FLW this year. That freaking fish. But but no, but embarrassingly, from the Delta, my biggest. Now, my biggest fish is 11 too, but I have caught plethora of 10 pounders it's so weird because the delta breeds i have caught when i weigh them if you knew how many t- fish over 10 i've caught but less than 10 and a quarter it would blow your mind i think i've oh. caught over, like 22 fish over 10 yeah less than 10 and a quarter nine nine oh six nine oh six nine oh four to 1002 1002 yeah i have <laughs> if i look at my log on scales yeah 10 0 0 10 0 2 10 0 1 10 0 2 10 0 1 yeah 10 0 3 10 0 4 Dude, you know what's crazy it's unbelievable is, is i should say i never weighed my fish right i never weighed my fish but they were but 10 I, I used to weigh <laughs> my fish a lot i had all the scales i didn't never weigh my fish i weighed my fish and when i say i never fish anywhere else but else but the delta when i i used to fish I don't even have a flex mode, but I've caught 15 pounds on Orville, and I've caught 14 pounds on Pine Flat. And if you've known about fucking California, and you catch 14 pounds on Pine Flat, you done well. That's fucking <laughs> a sack. So back in the day, I used to circle. I used to fish Folsom and different stuff. Yeah. I stay home now because I love the Delta, and I'm lazy or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? But like on Hard the real like the Delta. I've circled and I've done my thing, but at the same time, like the Delta humbles me. That's why I fish here. Yeah. It humbles me beyond what could be humbled. Like, and I and, and I fish next to guys like Phil and Tanner and Bobby D and shit. So no matter what I do, hey, you know, skip cool. Danny, hold on, hold on. No, wait, 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 wait. On the no, hold on. Skip wait, the best the part. Skipped him. Shut the yeah. fuck up. <laughs> you skipped Danny. <laughs> Dude, Dude. Dude. I'm gonna go. Hey. <laughs> Fuck daddy! Uh, shit. Hey, no. check it out. Hey, that's it's not all true. about angles. That's hey, not true. It's all hey, about hey, angles. Hey, for real, check it out, man. Hey, fish, hold on. I fish with the best fisherman hey. on Delta. Hold real on, talk. What a real world. Phil, 
Tanner, Bobby D, hey. and then Daddy sitting My dad hasn't account. fished in a decade, and I'm still behind him. Hey. That tells you what kind of fish he's Check caught. Check it out. Check That's it out. That's what I'm saying. Check it out. <laughs> I didn't say behind me. I didn't say, I didn't say behind me. I didn't say I was in that rank, and I didn't say Danny was in that rank. That's real talk. We can laugh it up, but Phil and Tanner and and Bobby D that are sitting here, hey, real talk, me and Danny, me and Danny don't have shit. Like, we haven't caught shit. We haven't won shit. We haven't done nothing. These guys sitting amongst us at the table are the real cats that have grew up here, that have done and proven their accomplishments through tournaments. I've caught this and that. I throw swim baits. I do my thing. But I would never, ever put myself in the category of Phil Dutra or Tanner Spawn or Bobby D. And on the real, like, I moved here, right? I moved here, and I was watching Bassmasters in the 90s. I didn't even know Tanner. I didn't even know who Tanner Spawn was. And I watched his father, Greg Spawn, on Bassmasters on TV in second place doing work. And then... Whoever knows how many years later, this fool's dated my sister. And people are like, oh, he's, he's dated my sister. I'm like, he's a bass fisherman. I'm in. I'm you in. must be a real fucking We're asshole. Good. Hey, yeah. hey Delta, Delta question here. I want to hear about your the biggest bag you have. Because uh, I think people that aren't from the Delta right. don't uh, realize. Said, Fuck this. What's the biggest bag you have either had, caught, <laughs> had, what, tournament or not. I don't care. Uh, what's the biggest bag you've caught or seen on the Delta? Bobby D, go tell a little like 30 second story about it too. Right, he's, he's in. He's in. All he's right, in. All right. Sheesh. Uh, it was in the 30s. I, I don't know. Um, go it was. We had a quick. Yeah, it was high 30s probably. And, and uh, you know, it was just one of those days where we used a numerous different baits, I'm quite sure, because that's what we did most of the time, anyways. Uh, and shout out to to Jeremy Anderson too. I know he was supposed to be involved in this tonight. He made us some pretty pretty nice custom painted uh, no he crank, did crankbaits and, and some uh, AC minnows that we used back in the day that definitely put some extra yeah he was here earlier he did a separate podcast and, and I'm telling you okay cool yeah it it was uh, I, much thanks Jeremy we, yeah I, we I talked a lot you, about brother. that we talked a lot about me about you and Mike throwing that stuff and us finding a different path to the same thing so yeah i mean it's just i'm impressed with you guys that can paint i can tell you that for a fact oh man and i and i I haven't lived down one one bit whatsoever i'm 31 years old and i still can't live it down because my pop still has bigger fish than i do but my best five came with my buddy sean and we have five for 41 and it came down to when the El Diablo D-Bomb first came out, nobody kind of really talked about it. But I started in a little break, and I had an 11-11, which is my best fish on scale. Um, I caught that fish punching. We ended up with a 9-11, two seven and a halfs, and a 5 and a half. And this happened all after work in a matter of two and a half hours. And, I mean, it was just one of those days where, you know, all the stars aligned and everything just worked out. And... You know, it's one of those days you write home about, and it's, you know. Danny, this is supposed to be before 3 o'clock. We're this talking was, about tournament hours. Well, God damn it. We didn't talk about time. Is it tournament I'm going to talk about tournament hours? Hey, so yeah, in I'm tournaments, my better. best day was 11 pounds and one ounce. No. And I caught them all on a 
Five it's inch wedgerings, psycho. Guys. No, no, no. I'm not saying in a tournament. I'm just saying tournament hours. That's all. all tournament right. hours. Well, Tanner. I don't fish tournament Tanner. hours because I work Tanner. a normal job. Those don't count either. All tournament right, Tanner. Hours don't matter. The dude from Boatmasters. Here you go. Because I know yeah. his is probably bigger than mine. Big Zach. Uh, big Zach. Big Zach. Biggest I've weighed. Oh, I think you know, like was in, in your boat. Like so, it doesn't have to be just you. It could be you and your buddy. Man, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Not not in tournament. That's hard. That's hard. Because how many have you broke forty? Yes. Yes, he times? definitely has. Yes. I know you have. That's why I asked because I know you have. I don't know. Me and Isaac, when Dude. we were living together on the Delta, <laughs> old thumbhead, we were we were living on Sand Mound at the time, and we had a we had a month straight where every week we had ten pounders. Dude, let me I break into it. this because he he can't tell it right. I, I mean, he's gonna. It's, it's five seconds. I barely met Tanner. He was dating my sister. I jumped in his boat. Him and Isaac went out, right? I hadn't been hey, fishing for years. Hold on, hold on. But I haven't been fishing for years, right? I was out. People stole my shit. I, my sister was dating him. She's like, my brother bass fishes. And Tanner's like, great, dude. So I jump in the boat with him. Him and Isaac go out. Isaac Bedezelich, fucking stick. We go to Sherman. And I'm like, I know these creeks. Whatever. I know these creeks, right? I know these creeks. They... They they put on a fucking show. If you are listening to this, you know Sherman. We put twenty five in in the boat before you could even bat your eye, and I'm in the back of the boat watching Isaac and Tanner stick fucking fives all up and down these creeks, right? And I I was thinking, I'm such a good fisherman. I haven't been in it for years, but I met him. I'm gonna fish. They took me out, and I was like, oh god. I shouldn't even fish anymore. These motherfuckers got when did, shit. When was this? Dialed. Mm, During this, this time. Early 2000s. During this yeah. time. So I'll let him go on. But he says he's dialed. I'll tell you from a fisherman's perspective, when I seen him and Isaac fishing together, I'd never seen nothing like that shit. Like, it was like when watching did your, robots. When did, when did they, where'd you meet your sister? She worked at a bar, and he was drinking yeah, yeah, at the bar. Yeah, local drunk, basically. <laughs> at, uh, but she worked on the water, yeah, Sugar Bar. Yeah, she, she worked oh, at Sugar Bar. It was floating. Oh, yeah. your sister did. Okay. Yes. Right. Yes. So we, we would pull in our bass boats, drink beer, and, and eat dinner and all of that. Yeah, and you that, can let that, her talk. She I mean, talk that's where line. that's where I met her. Look, at she's ready to come yeah. talk. This and that. Yeah. Hey, tell um, us about this asshole. <laughs> you a piece but, of shit, tell us. I mean, I, I think me and Isaac's best sack together was was was. It, it's really crazy because we lived in a we lived in a slough on the Delta that Bobby Barrick lived and Annie Kachia lived. These guys were both huge guides. And these guides were both coming back to their docks with their clients and letting them go right there. So Bobby was so, having clients at the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. At oh, that yeah. time, right. Bobby was having clients at that time. And Andy Gucci and was Andy having Cucci, at that he, time. He's passed away, but Andy Gucci was a stick, too. They were letting him go there. So we kind of seen what was going on. So we started coming back with... Bring that we, mic we'd go, you know how we'd go farther. Yeah. We'd go farther into the Delta to places that we wouldn't fish. We'd load our live wells up. We'd bring them back to that dock, take pictures, do what we can, let them go, right? Um, eventually, over the time, um, you know, months went by, years went by. I think we ended up living there together for about four years, right out of high school. Um, we loaded that slew up. It was yeah between Bobby. 
Kachia and me, we loaded that place up. Just freaking loaded. You we would we would bring our friends we would bring our friends out that never had fished before in our lives <laughs> and say, Hey, here we go. And we'd be taking pictures of nines. So you know the what I mean? fish would hang around in oh, that they location. Would. Oh. Yeah. Flat out. Flat Dude, out. So I'm gonna. I that place has never been the same a, since. Uh, oh, I want to. Yeah, but I think that depends on where you are because right. I believe a bass will swim 50 miles if it needs to. It's gonna yep. stop if you read. It's gonna stop when life is good for it. Yeah, in fishermen did a, a survey in their old book, and they said tidal bass are known to move up to 2.2 miles in a day in a 24 hour period and this, and this is in the 80s they did the yeah. survey this is the 80s they, they did this look if there's no bait and forage and structure around out. he'll swim 27 miles yeah so it, check this but out but if there's bait and forage right where you drop him he doesn't ever need to leave that's why yeah. Frank's track I, in 2006, 7, and 8 yeah. if you 2020, in 2008 if you left Frank's track you were fishing to lose yep I remember fishing 200 boat FLW tournaments. How many dudes would be in there? Hundred. When I tell you hundred boats, I'll, let me give you the. I'll, I'll paint. I'll tell you what. Look, no, I'm gonna paint the picture. Oh, no, no, look, look, look. I was a co angler at 17 years old, and anybody that's listening to this knows how big Frank's Frank track is. Like a little lake. It's huge. <clears throat> Listen to this. This is how many boats were in there. We rolled up on multiple spots, and I kid you not, nowhere near in the last 12 years, but 12 years prior, 2008, we had to pull up nose first. In the two, this is before power poles, power, nose first, and you would sit for 45 minutes, and you could not go left or right because there was a boat 20 feet to your left, 20 feet to your left, 20 feet to Dude, your left. what the tw- fuck, hey, hey, but wait, man. wait. Every single boat had over 20 pounds. Yeah. 20, yeah. every boat. If you left the track, you were fishing to... And but, that wait, 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 wait. why? I, why was track. that? Why was I'll that? I'll tell you why. why. Because they're loaded. It, no, because they, all the tournaments let go there, but that's only half of the because reason. Because the tournaments let go there. No, but that's only half the reason. They still let all the fish go there, but the, the, the fish don't hold there anymore because no seals. the garbage is grass, or the, the grass is garbage, the seals are there, the water's clear. So my point is, a bass will swim 25 miles if it needs to to find its next habitat, yes. but... If you let a thousand bass go and immediately where you let it go, it's got forage and structure that it loves. It's not going to swim a mile. Everyone's going to be in there. So, so that's why when Derek Remitz yeah. and when he was talking about earlier, yep. Frank's track for anybody that doesn't know. So pre, you know, 2012 pre was hundred percent Eladia. The track was hundred percent Eladia. Yep. Now it's 19 different grasses is 18 yep. from China and they're all garbage. But what's and crazy, it's crystal clear and it's garbage. And yeah, you can catch a big fish. Somebody's probably listening to this going, yeah, I catch big fish you there too. You can catch fish. I don't even need Frank's. Fuck but, this guy. No, but my point, no, but my point is a hundred, imagine a hundred boats. I remember yeah. fishing as a co-angler and, th- and there was a peed mound on, on, on the, on the cement wall. And there was 10 boats that were just, I kid you not yeah. doing circles. And everybody that's doing circles around is five Loaded. pounder, five pounder, six pounder, four pounder, five pounder, co anglers, five pounder, four Fuck, pounder, man. four pounder. Anybody that has not fished the Delta pre 2008 has zero clue what the Delta nah. was. From Used 2002, to be. yeah, from 2002, to be, yeah. from 2002 to 2008, Jamon Andrews just did a podcast on Jake's thing and he was talking about it too. Yeah, and I was like, I heard pe- that one, yeah. people that have n- people that think they're fishing the Delta now, look. I've had yeah. some really good success the last couple of years, especially. But what people don't realize about the Delta, even when people say, the weights are big. I remember last year there was a hook tournament. There was three 30-pound bags, and everybody said the Delta's back. I said, bro, you don't understand. Nah. You don't understand. The Delta's so big, 
that it's it's hard to eradicate them all, right? They're doing a really good job at eradicating them. I mean, I, I, I'm a firm believer that for every 10 fish there was 12 years ago, there's three today. Uh, for a lot of reasons, spraying, Why? Why? spraying, mostly spraying seals, seals, uh, nah. seals, and spraying cycles. And, and so I'm a believer in seals and spraying, but whatever, regardless, it's not the same. It's declined. And for cycles. anybody that goes out there and catches 30, and I've done it. Like last year, we dropped we dropped a couple bags over 30. But here's what people don't realize: when you, I remember weighing 25 pounds 12 years ago. You know what place I was? 20th on the Delta. Yeah. 20. And not only that, I weigh when I weigh 30. You know, we had a, a lot of big, giant bags this year. You know how many fish we caught? Five, seven, eight. Yeah. You know how many fish you used to catch when you used to catch yeah. 35 pounds? 20. 35. Oh, yeah. Throw them back. Tanner knows. See, these guys know. Used to, hey, your dad loves used you, to throw, yeah. Used to throw your back. Your daddy loves you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> used to catch 35 pounds, but you were throwing back fours. Yeah. Throwing back fives. Now, you catch 30 pounds, you probably got six bites so yeah. the population is down. So the numbers are down. What year is this? We were doing that. Twenty. What are we? Oh, oh, back then. The, the Delta peaked Over ten years. The 20. Delta. No, 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 I just want a number. Ninety-eight through two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Okay, stop. Now I want to. But two thousand eight is when it started. After okay. two thousand eight is when it slowly so declined. You're telling me, at two thousand eight, you're pulling Peaked. out thirties. If you had 30, you were fifth or you had no chance at winning in okay. March, Dude. April, or May, you had zero 40, chance at winning. 47, no, stop, stop, 47 stop, stop, to win. Okay. Yeah. 38. What were you looking at before that, Bobby? Oh, gosh. 1963, Bobby. 63. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I fished against Bobby in the ni- late 90s. I'm not right? asking you. I'm asking <laughs> Listen, fucking Bobby D. Late 90s against Bobby D. I had D. Thomas weigh in a fish in a fucking wonder bag, wonder bread loaf bag. He had a limit, plus he had a fish in a fucking bread bag, wonder bread. It was like Who 13 did? inches. D. Thomas, yeah. the legend. But, you know, he beat me with like 14 pounds. 14 pounds he beat me in like February. 14 pounds. Wait, you're talking, so you're talking before the Delta got good. 98? Yeah, that was before it, before it yeah, really yeah. started ramping but up. You, if it, you had a 20-pound bag back then, you were a hero. Clay, you're, let, you're but wondering, let's clarify you're, here so the people wondering. that are listening. Right. Pre-2000. That's where I'm trying to get the number. Yeah. I told you guys, what did you think? Okay, Pre-2000. Pre-2000, before there was grass, the Delta was a... Uh, 12 to 17 bag yep. fishery, right, Bobby? Yes, absolutely. 2000 to 2008. It was 2008 30, is 30 when it pressed. 35, 30. 30 if plus. you had 30, 30 pounds, you were probably in, in between March and June, you were probably going to be third or fourth or fifth. Yep. And I argue with Phil all time out because people talk about the population dropping. And I don't believe that the population has dropped. I believe that they've, they've moved. They've moved into the cover heavy. Yeah. And that they've. They probably dropped. So I, I, I think you know, there's a lot to do with pressure. Dropped, but pressure a lot of a lot more pressure than way there was more back. cover. Yeah, I think like these on fish, the Delta, you can't find these fucking fish. No. I think the epitome pounder. The epitome you can't find them. No, the epitome of the Delta as far Yo, as we're gonna weights, cut you off. Shut up. Well, <laughs> let me say one thing because I've gotten three words in this whole podcast. Uh, <laughs> the epitome of weights as far as Delta goes was 2016. Yeah. I think ever since 2016, the weights have kind of deferred. If you can be on them, you're really on them. But 2016 was really the year that things started to spin. I'd say start to spin downwards. 2016 was a year where everybody really had, if you either had a big bag or you really didn't. That was when Cooch and uh, what Carpenter 
had they, monster bags. They started slacking off. It was man. before that. It was Taylor, before that. Taylor. But that. 2016 but, was the epitome of when things started to tail off. You know, in all this, like, the whole, my whole conclusion of this, like, like the Delta fucking lakes and all these different things. There's all these people talking about stocking trout and Gunnersville, right? We're in a cycle of the Delta. Every fishery goes through a cycle. Lake Fork, Sam Rayburn, whether it be bait is better because uh, maybe the algae growth is better. Like Clear Lake, right? I argue with people every three years about Clear Lake because they have these Big fish die-offs. Yep. They have millions of fish that die off in Clear Lake. The and they're like, go it's that. dead, it's dead. And I'm like, no, Clear Lake is a pond. It's only so large. It can only sustain so much life. But it's so it's so um, nutrient-rich and stuff. It grows these fish, and they have to die. And when they die, they actually add nutrients back to the water. And Clear so, Lake... Clearly so Columbus. every lake goes through cycles. Yes. If you watch any lake in the cycle of bass fishing, I've loved it for so long. Lake Fork, Table Rock, all these 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 legendary bass fisheries, they, they go through cycles of good and bad. So the Delta, the good cycle was like 30 plus. We're in a bad cycle. Horrible. And I don't fish tournaments. <laughs> I don't fish tournaments because hey. it's January, right? He weighed twenty fucking four pounds, and I won't fish. Are you it. taking my credit away? It's so good, or is it bad? And I'm just a st- no. I'm, I'm hold on, hold on. <laughs> Playing Second jokes. Second place was fifteen pounds, so it's it has the potential of unlimited, which I always have the mindset of. I think the Delta holds world records. I think it, it holds more fish than anywhere else. I think it's more. Um, it holds more habitat than everywhere else. I think the bait fish, we have shad, we have shiner, we have steelhead. We have, dude, I, in the spring, I was on a steelhead bite where they were jumping out of the water like trout, and I was hooking and losing big striper. I'm no master angler. I don't ever claim that, but I can view what's happening in the delta. And the delta, even though it's on a down slope, is more fertile than any other lake or body of water that I've seen. Like <laughs> I love how much Phil the Delta is, is like out of it, it, it. It's off the hook. The Delta has more potential than anywhere else. Like people go to the fucking like the Amazon and all these things, and I love it. Like I wish I was a better striper fisherman because imagine being able to go on the Delta. Right Hold now, here's a question. I could leave wait, right wait, wait, wait. now. Hold on, I got a question, Nick. I could leave right now and go on the Delta if I was a great fisherman. Go down a half hour ride and catch a striper that's bigger than most people have caught Where in at? their Where life. Flat. Yeah. I'm Honker saying five Bay. minute ride. Hold on, Honker Bay. Let's put it out there. Honker Bay, Main <laughs> River Sherman, fucking Grizzly Bay. What I'm saying is like. The opportunities are abound. And guys like Phil, guys like Phil and Tanner are really good fishermen and they actually catch fish. I catch fish in my little bubble. If you want to know the potential of the Delta, look at guys like Phil Dutra. Look at guys like Tanner Spawn that doesn't post any pictures. These guys catch giants okay, so on the is, regular. This is the next thing I want to ask is like about striper. You love it. You love it. I so love let's it. talk about that next. It's like, okay, 
we're at the Delta. Everyone knows that striper fishing here is like fucking awesome. I've had, I've heard, you know, Jake, me and you are friends with Jake. Yeah, I love yeah. Jake, man. Howard. Jake's great. Jake's an awesome dude. And I've listened to his podcast and I'm like, fuck, I love hearing some of these dudes on there. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Let's hear about the Delta with the stripers. Like, what, what do you guys think about that? Phil's the uh, master. What Listen kind to this. Of, what kind of fucking size, everything, you know, like. Yeah, so, and remind me, because I want to ask a question, a bass question after this, uh, that it'd take, like, literally 19 seconds for the table, three, three, three seconds a person. Okay, but, stop, 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 stop. Bass question first. Okay. Start with season. All right. Three seconds per person. All if right. you get to pick three months of the year per person here, for somebody that's not from here that wants to come to the Delta to catch their biggest single, not biggest bag, biggest single fish, what three months, no explanation, just give me three months. Caesar. March, April, August. Okay, I'm going to say March, August, November. Hold on, wait, wait. wait. Mar- say it again. March, April, Slow. August. Why? Because March and April, you have to... On the Delta, I tell people you need four days. If you want to come, call me. You want to fish four days? We'll catch a fucking big one in one of those four days. August, bring a frog. Because I said I love my, you know, my frog shit or my swim baits. Frog's a big bait. I've caught more fish on big bait. So three months. Uh, March, because you get three to four. Look at him. He brings it back. Mar- March. Look at him. March because uh, you get three to four storms from the south in March. Only month, the only month that you get storms from the south is March on the Delta, and you get uh, about three to four in the month of March. And when the storm comes from the south, you 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 better throw the biggest bait you ever had in your life. So March for the south storm, uh, August and November are why um, because if you're not from okay. If you don't have a guide, if you don't hire Tanner, Bobby Barrick, maybe myself. Are or, you a guide, Tanner? No. No, I'm just saying, like, I, no, I'm not saying they're a guide, but I'm just saying, if you don't know some, if you don't hire a guide, August and November are probably going to be horrible for you. Yeah. Tough, but if yeah. you know, like, one of the top 10 Delta fishermen, you have a chance of the biggest fish of your life ever in August or November. For yep. striper. Uh, no, 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 we're talking about largemouth. Large okay. We'll get to, oh, we're going to get to stripers. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait. We're going to get to stripers. Tanner, Tanner, go. But Tanner, three months. I I agree. I I think early like March, March because Big because problem. everybody's trying to get up on it, right? And then you got August, July August. Bring the fucking mic to your mouth, dude. July August. July August has yeah. July, frog. Frog. May. May July, no August. fuck May. Yeah, May. I'm not even listening to this guy. May, May sucks. The wind is March. tornado. March sucks. Sorry, it was an M. It was an yeah, M. March. It was an M. March, April. So you gave us two. March, August, and what else? July. July. Okay. July. Yeah, frog. Because, because Get of Get it. Because of the heat. If the, the heat comes and those the going back to what we spoke about with the the blackbirds. Yeah. Um you'll hear the you'll hear those blackbirds start to screech. And they're fat. They'll dude. screech. They'll dude, they'll give great, you hey, great Bobby Barrett's yeah. gone. So yeah. he he's in Texas. He's not gonna get mad at me. Um, Fuck oh, that guy. I might get he's mad at you. Be I might get mad at you. you he's gonna kick you in the fucking nuts, If you Tanner. can hear it July, August, if you can hear those birds screeching, the blackbirds, 
they'll screech. They'll give you a weird, like, screech. And you're fishing next to a tree that's got them all on it, and they're screeching. And he, if you're not catching them, you're Tanner. not doing something yeah, you're right. You're in the wrong Tanner, spot. Tanner, yeah. in July or August, though, it's really dependent, correct me if I'm wrong, if it's a windy day, you probably don't have your best chance. Right. So and you're no. looking for a calm, hot. Hot, hot, the hottest day, you're sweat, the hottest day of the day, you're sweat, the hottest day of the month, and you're then don't throw you're, a prop, you throw a be- double prop bait like Tanner's right. dad. Spy right. baits, bro. No, no, top spy water. bait on the, top, top water. It's wood, called a wood, wood chopper. Wood what chopper, fucking dude, wood chopper. a double prop bait that's shaped like a torpedo that looks like a piece of turd, right. and you rip it. And it's 12 o'clock, it's flat glass, hot, hot. it's bluebird, it's low tide. Ask, ask Your legs are sweating. Yeah. We're in it, little friends. It's, it's, it's uh, hot. You can't bear it. I'm going to give so it up. Hot. I'm going to give it up. You can't, you can't bear it. Franks. But once, a thing, once everything man, man starts cheese. to align, you have the best shot at catching the biggest fish. Ever. Ever. Stupid. And ever. It, and it's, I guess, I mean, since we're going there... So it's the biggest fish live on the river. True. It whether it's uh, the San Joaquin, the Sacramento, um, they live on the river. Yeah, I tell so Danny, people, like Danny, trout, like trout. Okay, hold on, hold on, one second. Excuse me. This guy's a big part of the podcast. You call Hello. Hello. What's your name? Uh, Tyler Reagan. And what's your wife's name? Madison Dellinger. Thank you for keeping my wife entertained. (laughs) No problem. Hey, I appreciate that 100%. I appreciate you guys coming out here. Uh, NorCal. NorCal needs to love. There you go. That's what I want to say. Like, dude, NorCal, man. Come on. My wife's entertained, bro. That's dope. Yeah. And we're going to talk stripers, right? But yeah, wait, we're not done. Three with Danny. seconds. Three, we were getting way long. <laughs> Danny, three Hold months. On. Not three Danny. Months. Hold on. Shut up. Hold on. Danny, thank you. Uh, Bobby D. Go on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's give Danny a kidding, shot. Danny. Three months. What are your three big months? Okay. I'm going to say February. Respect. Respect. Because I'm going to say that February. Yep. You have the opportunity to catch the biggest fish of the entire year in February because that's the reason. It's pre pre spawn. <laughs> These fish are in the process of going to pre-spawn, but you might get the opportunity of catching the biggest fish of your fucking life because these fish are early in the pre-spawn. Fat. Two more months. Exactly. I'm going to say July, like everybody so. else, and I'm going to also say September. Mm-hmm. And so. the reason why I say September is because August, yes, but it all depends on the seasons. Every year changes. So the reason why I say September is... California is so fucked up with their seasons that you might have the hottest months in October or you might have the hottest months in September. So, and that's a frog. For anybody that's wondering, that's a fucking frog. You better have a frog set up. Froggy. (laughs) Okay, for me, it's March, April, and... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, we're going to start again, guys. Cast a great podcast. Hold on, hold on. Listen here. Part two. I got Listen, uh, oh, the Vikings, Roxanne, come here. Come here, please, come here. Come on. Nope. Phil. Nope. Hey, can you get me in up here? Say nope. Oh, shit. Don't fucking talk to her. Dude, they're one mile down the road. She said, she said water. 
Cores, please. We got crack, but you want some crack? Look at you, crack can. Crack can. Crack can. Crack can. Crack can. Crack can. Crack Rock, come in. Rock, come in. You're a fucking asshole. Rock, hey, nigga. If you want some meth, we can get it. Bethel Island is five minutes away. We can get you some. Hey, nigga, we can get all that shit. Where's the drugs at? Rocks, come here. Are we live? Yes. What? You got your mic right there, bro. Go for it. Bro, I'm talking shit like I'm stuck. Where's the needles at? I really pulled my dick out on Phil Dutra. Hey. Do you want me Don't to do that monologue again? I do. Let's do this little monologue. I can do it. I want my wife to hear this shit. I want to do it. Okay. You want me to do, do it? it? Do it, yeah. Okay. Listen Hold to on. Phil. Go. About Go. All right, so I forgot how it led into it, but Yo. my point was I was talking about before we got cut off, I was talking about something I also take pride in, but I think that 99% of bass fishermen have this wrong is when I was single and then I got married, everybody said, Oh, this is the end of your fishing. It's all over. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And my fishing got better. And then when I got, <clears throat> when my wife got pregnant with my first one, because you had asked me how many kids you have, I got three kids under four. I got a four, a two, and a three month old. And uh, when I had my first kid, uh, everybody said, "Oh, your fishing is done." Da 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 da. My fishing got better. And then I had my Watch second out. kid, and my fishing got better. And then I had my third kid. And they said, "Now you're outnumbered. You got a wife, and you got three kids." Like it, like they were saying, not me. They were saying like it was baggage and all this, and it was done. My fishing was over, and my fishing got better. And I, like, look again. You asked the question earlier, so I'm not trying to hype myself up, but I've been consistently good for many years on the Delta, but it's only gotten actually better, like yeah. bigger bags and bigger bags and bigger bags. And, uh, and what I tell people is, <clears throat> if you got a wife, this is against all the narrative, because I hear it every day at the tackle shop, all the homies and everybody was like, oh, my old lady and my kids drag me. No, look, my wife is my biggest support. I love her to death. I fish better because I have a happy wife. I also fish better because I have three kids at home, but everything is right. And what I was telling you earlier is I burn the candle from three ends, right? And that's how, how I attribute my success. If I have a happy family happy kids happy wife uh i fish better than even a single person that doesn't have any of that um but not only that when you <clears throat> when you have everything right like if you have a wife or kids or whatever and you got all kinds of drama in your life i don't care who you are or whatnot when it it translates on the water right when you're on the water yeah. and you got mama issues and girlfriend issues and wife issues and kids issues it translates on the water so I was saying earlier, I don't have any hobbies outside of fishing because I don't have time for hobbies. I only have time for my wife and my kids in fishing. And then I do some, uh, not uh, to be completely fair, I also do some ministry stuff, stuff and I'm also into politics. Oh, that's but, cool, man. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but my point is I don't watch TV. I don't play another sport. I don't yeah. watch movies. I don't watch TV. I don't do anything else because I don't have time. So burning the candle from three ends, making sure that my wife and my kids – I take care of them and, and, and have great times with them. If I'm not on the water fishing, I'm with my family having fun, even if that means tonight when I get home and I'm on three hours of sleep two nights in a row because I'm fishing or five nights in a row, I'm going to burn the candle from three ends and I'm going to be exhausted, but it's worth it because then when I hit the water, my wife and my kids are great. I don't have to stress about it. Not only do I not stress about it, it's actually an advantage. It's like a plus or minus if you have a girl or kids, right? Because it's a minus if they're a drag. But if they're your support system, it's a plus, even if that means I'm more tired. When every, when life is right, when you're doing things right, when you take care of your wife, when you take care of your kids, 
and then you go out on the water, it translates. So I got three kids under the age of four. Damn, bro. And I got a wife. Why? That is, my wife is amazing. I love my wife to she's death. She's the boss, bro, right? Bro, she's, a, yeah. she's my support. Yeah. She takes, the Viking. You get, she you takes, look at my, let's clap for my wife, guys. She takes care. Let's clap for my wife. Yeah, yeah. amazing wife. Hey, the Viking, yeah. Hey, he knows for real. Too, I know. All the wives, right? Absolutely. All the wives. Hey, look, all the wives, look I, got my, I got my three and a half year old out there. All the wives. I got out there, my three and a half year out there tying double unis in the boat with me. Knowing where to cut the line, and that's my bonding time with my with my son when I'm trying to get ready for tournaments. And my son How is asking. I'm sorry. Uh, th- oh, well, he he's, he's, about to, he's about to turn. Well, I got three sons, four, two, uh, oh, almost, fuck. Four, almost four, hey. almost four, almost four, a two, just three turned two, up. and a three month old. Hey. And look, when I get home, and my wife and my kids ask me, "Daddy, how'd you do in the tournament today?" There's no better feeling. Like, there's no better feeling. It's better than Facebook. It's better than Instagram. It's better than all the yeah. the, the juice. So anyway, I, that's my my little monologue thing was, look, everybody who tells you like you gotta be single or when you get married it's going downhill, not if you do it right. If you're gonna try to watch sports and and do a bunch of other stuff and you're gonna get home from fishing and tell your wife you're exhausted and you're gonna sit home on the couch because you're tired, then you're gonna ruin your marriage. But look, go home, win a tournament. And go home and give your, your wife a massage and kick it with her and watch a movie and uh, and watch how good you fish hey, and you take really, care of your wife. You're really yeah, fucking up my life. I'm just being honest. Right. Hey, look. Hey, you, wife. Hey, look. Shut the fuck up, Phil. Hey, look. Fuck you. We're cutting you off. Look, look, look. You want to hear, you wanna hear truth? You want to hear truth? I'm giving you the juice. I'm giving you the juice. If you're a dude out there, cut the TV, cut the movies, cut every... If you really want to take Bass Fishing serious and you have a wife and kids, cut everything else out and just focus on your wife, your kids... And then fishing, and watch how your fishing goes uphill. But if you're going to try to intermix that with sports and kicking it on a Sunday, su- what Sunday I'm going to sit down and watch TV and watch the watch the Raiders or something when I could be out fishing? Yeah. Please, whoa, please, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> please. who's this guy? Let's not throw saying. Raiders in this podcast. We know I was a diehard Raider fan my whole life. TV. I'm just saying. All right, Raiders. No, fuck the nah, Chiefs. For real, that's real talk. Uh, I had, but fucking, are I you done? To my chest. I spilled my drink on myself. <laughs> I've been drinking too much Gatorade. But on the real, like, like if you guys want to be on on the real tip, like you guys want to be on the cusp of the bite, the water temperature, what's happening on the tide. There's no time for like Raiders nope. or 49ers. Zero times. Or like all the different stuff. Like yeah, It's cool. Like I have no problem with people that... Are out there, but you Unbelievable. won't. I live in a bubble. Like I know that I'm fucked up, and I live in the bubble. And my dad is in the background right now. I'm telling you right now, he's in the background screaming and some bullshit. Hold on. Hey, but let's talk uh, to your dad. No, on the real, my dad's from East LA. He's fucking. He laid it down, the right? Delta bubble. Yeah, I'm in the Delta bubble for real. But like, I don't like pushing on nobody. I don't think that I'm more knowledgeable. Or anyone else. <laughs> hey, why can't we talk about the Chargers being the shitty? Why are we yeah, yeah, but on the hey, real, shut the, the, the fuck up. You got nothing. Phil, but on the real, on on but on the real, like coming on the end of March and April, if you guys want to have like a turkey shoot or whatever you call it, like, 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 uh, roll up to the launch ramp, and we can throw swim baits, or you could throw whatever you would like, and we can catch fish. Like, I have no problem, like, pushing what I do. Like, like I said, everybody has their flex, right? Like, Phil 
has won a million dollars in tournaments or whatever he has. <laughs> like, like on the real, like this fool's won a lot of money more than any of us. He's won forty two thousand. Hey, the re- hold on, hold on. On the real, Phil has won more money than any of us at this table. Yeah, at yeah, tournaments. Tanner has won lots of money at tournaments. All this different shit. When I say that my baits are dope, cool, whatever. On the real, you need to just go fishing and absorb this whole culture because because fishing it taps into like some little piece of you that you don't even know that exists. Okay, I have a question for you. Say margarita mutilator. Margarita, margarita, mutilator three. Okay, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Three. M M three. M M three. Fuck you with me. Hold on. That's the goal. Like, hey, you want to feed your family? Throw that. I'm gonna throw this shit. And you cast that shit, Margarita. That color works anywhere. Anywhere you go. Hey, whatever you say. So uh, just say MM3. Hey, record that. Record that. Record that. Okay, we're done. Thank you for coming on Gas Great Podcast. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's, a, it's a fun time. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And I'm, I sound like I'm a slurring song of this. <laughs>